Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Rang Dungus. Rang Dungus is the bass player for a local band here, The Funk Factory. They're a local jam band here. And uh, and, and, and my pals. Uh, Rang was kind enough to let me into his humble abode, and we did this in his home studio. Just a heads up, I'm going to be releasing some... Uh, Instagram footage that coincides with this particular podcast to kind of show a visual of of uh, Rang Dungus's MIDI setup because he has a whole foot MIDI pedal setup that's pretty amazing, and uh, uh, he he's just a cool dude. He he's an engineer, musician guy, so he has that whole left and right brain thing going at the same time so uh lovely human being great conversation and uh, again heads up there's something on instagram that coincides with and it's kind of at the beginning here you're going to hear us talk a lot about his setup and um, i try to describe it but hang through it it it's not that bad it's pretty interesting actually so um that's in a minute here let's do this uh Go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and go and check out the new album, 1018, by Raina Mystique. I had the, the, the privilege of penning a few of these songs with my lovely wife, Raina, and um, this is what the result of that is. Uh, we're very proud of it. Please go and check it out. It's uh, reinamystique.com. It's the new album, 1018. You can uh, stream it on Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, um, YouTube, anywhere you stream your music, you can get it. So go check that out. Also, you can check out the the newly redesigned website, wespeakenglishgood.net. Go check that out. It's very fun to scroll through and uh, have, a, have, have yourself a, a scroll fest. Uh, you can write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. You can share the podcast on your social media. Uh, you can leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review it helps us uh you can also uh, i think that's it i think i think that's everything let's <laughs> oh my god i'm out of it i'm out of it it's all good though i'm usually out of it it's okay let's jump over to ring dungus over here in luna pier fucking and my mom's mexican so she has this like they had all these like fucking gorditas and it's just like basically potatoes and beans and like ground beef like flavored all mexican and shit and 
I ate that before I came here. So now, like, my fucking brain is just like, uh, you know, after you eat like a really rich meal, your fucking yeah. uh, the your insulin spikes and then cloudy brain. So that's where I'm at right now. I just want you, you got to got the itis a little bit. I got the itis. That was the long way of saying yeah. I got the fucking itis eating that homemade shit. But dude, that sounds. I don't know why you're complaining. That sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Gorditas, homemade gorditas. <laughs> I'm not complaining because it is amazing to have like i mean i I always say like having like you know a mexican family is like having a a a mexican restaurant that's open 24 7 and 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 even if you're hungry or not you have to eat or it's you're insulting the chef so it's like anytime you go there you got to step in you just got to know even if you just get done eating like a thanksgiving meal that if you don't go over there and indulge this these women they yeah. will like eternally make mom? it. Fun. It's my mom and my Tia Maria, okay. and uh, her and my cousin Frankie, who's like like fifty. It's, uh. He's just he's just <laughs> like I'm honestly he just he's like one of those people who just um just never got life right. You know he's just yeah. he's still yeah. drinking. I'm gonna edit out his name actually because yeah. that was yeah. rude of me. Yeah. <laughs> but he lives with my cousin. They live with my cousin, which. I'm glad because I'm glad there's a male presence there because it's just two women on the south end just sort of living oh, yeah. alone, just mm-hmm. older Mexicans, like like two feet tall. You know, that's way more than two feet. I, I just signified oh, probably like four feet. feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're more like four feet. I'll just keep going up. Okay, my, my uh, approximate measurements of, with my hand are just way out of proportion anyways i'm saying can you can you can you explain who you are can you give us your name and yes i know your name's vj but i don't know my name is vj i go by Rangdungus on the internet <laughs> on the internet webs on the interwebs it's a new handle so i'm still getting used to the whole having an internet handle so i'm gonna look up my official things <laughs> to shout myself out honestly like pizza perfect i don't know why this is my default (laughs) facebook thing it just goes to this every single time i go i open up facebook it's like a pizza well vj is vj has graciously opened his house to me yeah and um i i appreciate the uh, dung cave as i said the dung cave (laughs) now dungus though is this is this is that mean something other than what i'm thinking i mean it doesn't really mean anything i just was uh Thinking of like maybe three syllables, so just kind of like a name sounding thing, kind of like a, maybe could be like a mumble rapper, something, <laughs> just some sort of like three name person name. It's easier than my actual name. And then, uh, do you want to say your actual name or no? Uh, it's VJ. I mean, I it's like. I don't even need to say my last name. It's that's long. Fine. You won't even remember it. You know. Well, that's like, fine. If you, if you don't, if you're not comfortable saying, it, I'm like it's actually interested. I'm not comfortable saying. I'm it. just like I'm just. It's VJ Natarajan. So you it. can look me up. Um, <laughs> you can look me yeah, up. Yeah, CIA. Shout out to the CIA <laughs> and the FBI out there. Now you know my name. Yeah, they're scanning the, my they're fucking scanning shitty the, podcast yeah. for for you. <laughs> no, I, I was just I was just curious because you know like. I don't know. But uh, so like, because I, I just chose it. And for me, it's like, the, I think the name is always like the hardest thing to decide for like any kind of project. And you're always like regretting the name. You always like, you always want to change the name. And then people know, like maybe it's like five people know you by that new name. 
But you're like, oh, man, I can't disappoint them. I got to keep the name now. <laughs> my then five the, followers then my five followers know me by this name. <laughs> Anyways, but I, I did a search on uh, Google, and I guess, like, Rang Dungus is something in, like, maybe, like, th- like Thai or some sort of uh, Southeast Asian language. So I should be good on, like, Google searches and stuff. So unless, other than, like, the Thai market or, like, the Singapore market, I'm, I'm good, you know? Okay. So wait, wait, yeah. what does it mean then? I don't know what it means in, in Thai. I just looked it up and uh, got a bunch of Thai. And so this, these are just two, and it's R-E-N-G and then D-U-N-G-U-S. Mm-hmm. If you're looking on Facebook and, and on uh, Instagram, right? And Instagram mm-hmm. and YouTube. I don't have and the, the YouTube. I don't have the YouTube name, like officially, because I only have t- twelve subscribers. So <laughs> please subscribe and subscribe. I do. Uh, I'm like a normal uh, YouTube. Yeah, like see this. This is. Oh, it's. Uh, we'll figure out what language. Well, dungus. This is. The dungus. The dungus. Well, I'm looking at the digestive system. So, There's yeah. pictures. We're on the Wikipedia's. We're on Wikipedia for some language. I uh, think it's like it's uh, it might be Vietnamese. No. Now I'm on the day. The day is both. The day. So so <laughs> anyway, what, whatever. The fun the fun thing is so is do you, are you putting your videos of like what you've been doing sort of on Instagram on the YouTube and yeah stuff yeah like or it's kind of the other way I've been doing like YouTube streams oh. of how I make songs and stuff mm. and then I put up like kind of like conspiracy video oh, songs. Sh- Oh, that I've heard. It's more like it's more like I just take like conspiracies that I've heard of, or like like I made a song with Jesse Ventura and a song <laughs> with Alex Jones. I just like like crazy people who say stuff, and then I put it together, make a song, or I'll take like comedians. I did one with uh, Kenny Powers, which was pretty good. I did one with like Joey Diaz. So I'm kind of alternating like conspira- weird conspiracy shit and just comedy stuff. <laughs> and I don't know, it's just, it's weird right now. I just, I'm trying to like, not really churn out, but just put out as much stuff as possible right now, just because it's something new. So it's like, it's easier to uh, just kind of force yourself to do these YouTube videos like once every two weeks. I'm trying to get one out every two weeks or something. So kind of doing that schedule helps, but it I'm running out of ideas for like... <laughs> vocals now because i'm doing all this crazy ass shit but uh, there's so much that you just said there yeah. that i want to sort of like get into parse but... through because yeah. <laughs> that was a lot <laughs> um so I'm, I'm like you know i've always seen the the things that you put on instagram and like you know barely because we barely became instagram friends and mm-hmm. like you know for the last couple weeks or something i don't know in any case you uh you have the you have these videos that I, I was trying to explain to you at the Ottawa Tavern because me and VJ just played together at a, a Bob Marley tribute show, which was fun. And um, I just wanted to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And um, <clears throat> he was kind of – I don't know how to explain it. And, and like, I was kind of thinking about the other uh, – maybe even earlier today. It's so hard to keep track of my thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. But – it kind of reminds me because the YouTube is full of people who are are trying to like sing 
to songs and sometimes their karaoke tracks are kind of like you know kind of cheesy so yeah. so what what i'm referring to is what you've been lately releasing is where you have i don't know can you kind of explain to people what you're doing there because it's 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 so fucking funny and, and i do have to preface this because i showed my wife this um sunday or something i showed her one of your videos i was like this is the video you gotta check this out and she's looking at it and she's just like is he really trying to sing I was like, I don't, I don't, I think he is practicing singing, but I don't think he's like really trying to make an effort to sound good. I think yeah. he's just, it's kind of just part of the video and his, what he's trying to do here. She's like, oh my God, did, he's like, you should make sure before you start <laughs> laughing at this guy. I was like, well, you know, I, at the Ottawa Tavern, I went up to him and it did occur to me. I was like, well, maybe he is for real with this. <laughs> And maybe I should approach with caution, but then I just went for it because, I mean, like to me, it's pretty obvious. But sometimes, because there are people on YouTube and Instagram yeah. who have these like videos where they're oh, really yeah. putting their heart yeah. and soul into something yeah. and they sound, it sounds like it, it doesn't sound good. And, mm -hmm. and you know, but, but you got to love them for trying. But then you look at the YouTube comments and it's just like, fucking die. I yeah. hope your family yeah. gets no. raped. You know, it's like, I'm, these I'm awful pretty good at being self critical <laughs> and kind of understanding how bad i am so like <laughs> i'm not gonna go on like american idol or like the voice and yeah where they really dude. exploit like yeah, yeah where they ex just exploit me <laughs> oh, oh no that's the second time I'm just... keep that in there golly wow second time i dropped my recorder in the last few days jeez louise anyways um, please so yeah i mean if it's like it's a joke, um, if you can't tell by the uh, Bon Jovi songs I've chosen to cover, which aren't by Bon Jovi, actually, they're by other people. And that's kind of like the joke. Right, well, which, which makes it pretty... Joke. Right, well, which makes it even more obvious, yeah. you know, that because you, you're getting it all wrong. But, again... The internet is full of people who are like really yeah, like just, would really fucking be like, oh, I love this Bon Jovi cover and really go with it. Just take it to the that's end. That's true. That's true. I kind of want to play. I shouldn't have like revealed the joke. I'm trying to play it out. I might do more. I'm going to try. I'm going to stop on that little joke for right now. And because I mean, it, it might come back. I It's good. Like the. I was thinking about doing pour some sugar on me next, which oh. would be pretty good. Yeah, I think so. But uh, I guess it's just like I I made this like controller to play chords while I play bass. Just what the fuck is this, by the way? Um, it's just like a hacked. It's the second iteration of this hacked MIDI controller I made, and I can kind of go through all the controls for it. It's just like a what it is. It's a Studio Logic. Uh, mp113 i think it is that's the uh, foot pedal organ thing yeah and that's just like a standard midi controller okay. and um but i basically just took out all of its computer components and just took the controller part like just the button part and i have it hooked up to this new computer thing right here so that's getting all the inputs from the chords and stuff so wait, you you put do you mind if I film this just yeah, for the no Instagram? Problem. So I'm just gonna do this because I always forget the selfies. So there's VJ. Oh, nice. So so um, so this is just a regular MIDI keyboard, but you kind of, but you uh, but you you yeah, modded it. I, I hacked it. So it's just uh, yeah, Studio Logic. I don't know if I should say the company's name so I don't get sued or <laughs> okay. some shit. 
But no, I I've been I posted it once on Instagram and they I don't think they minded. But so it's just like taking I took just the button controls. It's just what it's called is like a matrix keyboard. It's just like how a normal keyboard works. But for these what is it, thirteen buttons, it takes eight uh or ten wires basically. So those are like the ten wires coming out of the back of the board and that they're going to this little controller here and before i had it with this little computer up here that's what this is kind of made for it's just like little projects and stuff this computer that's a computer right yeah there? it's a computer right there and that's what's <laughs> running this these programs now so oh, i kind of dare you so you you have a you have a, a background in it uh in, in this shit yeah yeah okay some, I've done some engineering work in my life. Oh, how dare but you! I, uh, <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I wanted to be, I wanted to play music as my job and do engineering stuff as a hobby. Oh, Kinda I'm sorry. Can you stay on the mic? Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. about that, man. I know I asked you about your controller here. All right. So, um, yeah. So I'll just do some buttons. So these are all just like major triads. Mm-hmm. So you had to rewire it to enable to get like triads and stuff or Yeah, so instead of sending so that's gonna send it to this computing like that computer right there, little yeah. microcontroller. Right. And that's going to take so it just takes whatever note I pressed and based on that it'll set the chord. So since ah. I played C, it's gonna play C, E, and G. Right. Right? Okay. And that's what's sending it and it's sending it through here, so So wait, is that thing over there do stuff too? Yeah, so that's going to change the voicings of the chords. Oh, so oh my god! <laughs> so it's like a it's a two thing process. So let me let me start up a song. So I got this. And I VJ really... has like this weird like looking remote control thing that he, he uses as a keyboard, yeah. <laughs> and he's typing into. Some crazy shit that looks like DOS, like some MS DOS type, like uh, like uh, font that you would imagine MS DOS looking like, which is the only thing I can compare it to. What what would you say this kind of? What is this kind of screen? What where what are you uh, looking at? Oh shit, it didn't work. It's oh a God. Bash or uh, like Linux kind of oh. Linux shell. So this. This program, I want to start it up again. So that kind of. God damn it. There we go. Quit this shit. All right. So this has like a. This is like just an arpeggiator program. Oh, okay. So that's like the arpeggiator that's going to control this stuff. But we'll get to that. It, it just has a. Uh, one of these loggers here, too. So. So you can see, it doesn't say what note it is. It just says like the number value of the note, but that's C, okay. E, and G, C, E, and G, right? Right. And so then based on what buttons I press over here, that's going to change the chord. So that's major, minor, oh, nice. sus two chords and i i kind of changed i changed this one up okay so it's all interchangeable yeah. because of midi ah. mm -hmm. but i got i gotta go in and like reprogram it but this oh. this is uh the setup i have right now 
And so then for these ones, I'll do these two. So, diminished. Or oh, that might be awkward. So that's augmented and diminished. So we got all these, we got all these triads right there. And then these four right here, these are the ones that I kind of use the most. These are inversions. So this is first inversion major and second inversion major. And then the same for minors. Okay. So Which inversion? So first inversion, second. Second inversion, inversion got you. So you can do like, that's like drop in the third. Yeah, right? got you. And then you can do like, let's see if I can do this. So like, I'm gonna do a two, five, one in C, minor two. Okay, so I just want to make a description for people listening only because I took some video that you'll probably be able to see on my Instagram, but uh, or YouTube even. But so so VJ has his uh, organ bass pedal. So if you can imagine that, it's it's a, a MIDI thing that he hacked and he modded, and then to control the different versions and different voicings, he has like. I don't know. It's a piece of like almost like a piece of just like particle board with some it's stickers a piece on of it. Shit. And yeah, it just, I mean, it looks just sort of thrown together, but I mean, it's awesome what it does. And then it has sort of like these little buttons on them that almost, I guess they're like different colors, but they would almost be like buttons you'd find on like a Pac Man game. Almost. Not yeah, even close. the um, Moor like shoeless uh, stomp pedals. Oh. So you just get them for like your stomp boxes so you can play without shoes on oh yeah. that's cool okay and I, they actually don't fit so i kind of like glued them onto the switches <laughs> that i have but if you go to my instagram you can see all the iterations of the left foot thing the the right foot thing's always been this organ thing and then the left foot's been like a box with the buttons way too close that was the first one that one broke pretty quickly <laughs> then another box like just plastic boxes yeah, yeah, that yeah. i drilled holes into there's one box that I filled with towels and did that, and that one broke recently. <laughs> with towels? What, yeah. what was the point of towels? It was just a hollow box, like a oh, hollow okay. plastic box, yeah. so it would just like give in, so I just used gotcha. towels to yeah, like yeah, yeah. pat it in. Like, <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's this has been the hardest thing to make, I guess, or just to keep, but this, this design here, I had like another one that was made with plastic, that one broke. So this, I'm hoping this wood one will work, and it's can kind of put my weight into it. The one problem with these buttons is you kind of have to like really stomp on them to get it to work. Yeah. Otherwise, you kind of don't get the chords. So if you notice, some of my songs, especially the last two. So before I released like five now on YouTube, but before I was just using a regular DAW, like mm -hmm. I was using Cubase. And so I could go back and, like, if I fucked up a chord right. or something, I could just go in and edit it. But now I'm just trying to do everything live with my, like, live setup. So right. hopefully I can get better at doing it live. And to bring it back to the original thing that we were talking about with singing, it's, like, I kind of made it so I could play, you know, I could do chords and play bass by myself. Yeah. And it was, I don't, like, I guess there wasn't really, like, any reason behind it. Like, I kind of <laughs> wanted to do it. Maybe I could play live. I could play, you know, as a bass player, you can't really play by yourself. Right. So it's kind of maybe could open up avenues for me to play by myself. 
but it's really hard. I don't know if the music sounds very good. It sounds really <laughs> fucking weird right now. And, <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to <laughs> shit on your music. But no, I mean, it, there is sort of like this funny, cheesy element yeah, to it. there's a cheesy element to and, it right and now. That's, so and that's totally cool and, yeah. and because it, it carries its own weight with its own, you know, connotations, you mm-hmm. know, like, so it has its own validity on its own. And I'm not here to validate you or try to validate you, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, there, it holds weight. Yeah. Because if it was just out there and it was dead in the water, you just looked at it and be like, this is... You know, it'd just be like, this is stupid. Yeah, there's but, something to it. Yeah, know? there's it's something to it that you're developing. The thing right is, now. I don't really even know what it is I'm fucking doing. <laughs> so it's just kind of like random ass shit I'll just put on the internet. And I was like, you know, I kind of want to learn how to sing. I can't even sing and play bass. So I don't know why I'm trying to sing, play bass, and play this foot thing. But it's kind of funny, so I thought I would just do it. And it is kind of funny to watch you watch, struggle through struggle that. It. Yeah, and you just... <laughs> You know, people put stuff on the internet that's so polished and perfect. It's nice to have something. And, like, I'm I'm going to practice. I'd rather practice with maybe some people watching or whatever than yeah. just practice alone. Yeah, like, yeah, You know, and go through months. Because, I mean, it's going to take a while for me to, you know, master or get however good I want to get at it. You yeah, know? yeah. And so, like, it's kind of nice to... I mean, I don't know if it's going to have people watch, but it's nice to have the idea of people watching it while I'm doing yeah. it, you know? So, it's kind of like the goal, but yeah, it's. Uh... So you mentioned comedians like Joey Diaz and stuff like that. Just like so, so comedy is part of your life. You, you yeah. I mean, I've been thinking about that more. I feel like I like comedy maybe more than music in a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. like it just. I mean, comedy is definitely more can be more real. You yeah. Know? That music can be, but right, you mean, can be a little bit more direct with messages as well. Mm-hmm. If that's yeah. your thing, messages and themes and stuff like yeah. that. But so I mean, it's but at the same time, it can be like preachy and stuff. Doing the messages, oh, of course, too, of course. Know? So it's it's nice to keep it light and uh, yeah, just ridiculous, ridiculous, absurd. Yeah. So like, where 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 does the 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 fandom of comedy come from? I don't know. I mean, I mean, did you grow up with funny family? Let's go back. Yeah, what, like my, I guess my family's pretty funny. I don't think my family's intent. It's like like most comedians. I feel like it's not intentionally funny. It's just you kind of have to laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get through, you know, <laughs> yeah. to get through with it, yeah, everything. Yeah, you just like okay, yeah, okay. This is this is reality, so I might as well laugh at it. I mean, and it's like you can get sad and bummed about it but it's it's just funny at the end of the day you know yeah. my dad was funny like he he liked to say jokes and shit and like but i mean he wasn't he was pretty i wouldn't say like strict but he was pretty focused mm. and like i don't know what it was i remember like it could have been like when last comic standed standing came out like secretly i wanted to be a comedian you know i think <laughs> everyone kind of secretly wanted to be a comedian same with, like, when School of Rock came out. I think everyone secretly wanted to play it. Like, I definitely got a guitar soon after watching the movie, you know? So I feel like that was... <laughs> I was part of those, like, kind of, like, click things. But I, I also just kept my enjoyment of the, the arts kind of high. And, like, I do like art in general, but I feel like music and comedy are, like, the two art forms that communicate with or i like i can relate to the most mm-hmm. like 
because I can definitely like see a painting or see something that's really sweet or watch a movie or something but like visual art I don't have as much of a connection to and something with comedy and music both being like either spoken word um and like you know having to do with like sound and time there's something yeah like audio about it and, yeah totally because there's yeah. totally a timing right yeah, there's like the beats yeah, like the beats there's beats it. to comedy like mm-hmm. the, like if a comedian if their timing's all off they're stepping over their jokes or they're stepping mm-hmm. on laughter they're like you know or or they're not going over mm-hmm. you know the, the timing of it and the rhythm yeah, yeah totally and they and like going back to music like sometimes like someone will like play something that might sound like bad or good or whatever just a little weird like you know like a guitar player is trying to bend something and they don't hit that bend you know (laughs) and it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life you know you just like want to laugh and then you feel bad because you know the guy's not trying to make it funny but it's just like there's something like weird about music where you can hear like a musical joke mm. and you know it's like yeah funny, yeah yeah but you can't re- if you laugh like people are like why are you laughing at that guy? right They're messing up and it's like i'm not me- like i don't even think he messed up he just kind of played this thing that sounded yeah. stupid over this yeah thing, yeah he you over know? he overshot it he overshot it or he, he fucking, tried something he didn't stick the landing yeah you know? he didn't and fucking it's stick like, it it's, a, it's just how it happens yeah and, um, when when you, when you follow up on stage, do you tend to smile or laugh or give yourself away in that sense, or or do you kind of no, like? No, I I feel like the problem was I started playing in like jam bands and shit, so it's like <laughs> these mistakes don't matter I anymore. Just don't, yeah, I stopped giving a shit completely about everything, like how I look on stage wow. or how, you know, like I never had to care. Well, and that's so, what's great about being a musician is like yeah. you don't really have to. You, care. I mean, you do some though. gigs you do, but yeah, some but, gigs. I mean, even like more gigs than you would expect. You know, like even mm-hmm. like rock gigs, like it definitely helps to be wearing like leather and shit and have like nice hair and have nice clothing. You know, like yeah. even though that's not really like rock in my opinion, like <laughs> dressing up, I don't find that really like rock and roll, but. Right. I mean, it's. I, I think about that all the time. Like, but I, at the same time, I don't give a shit about what I wear, so yeah. I don't want to be like fake and start wearing stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't think. I think I smile on stage a good amount. I don't really try and think about. The, well, I mean, specifically when you flub or something. When I flub, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I laugh. Yeah, I, I laugh my I ass off. Yeah, I yeah. Laugh I think it's I hilarious. But then I think, like, I think about what, cause like I'm fucking crazy. So I think about like what the audience will think about yeah. me smiling on stage. I don't think that's crazy. Think, like, yeah. Oh, he thought that was cool, or I don't even know. But right. It's well, like, what is he smiling about? It's well, like I'm if it's... smiling about me fucking up. Right. And you don't and... know. And well, you know? and then some. I mean, some audience members. I mean, they're gonna hear that and be like, "Oh shit, he fucked up." Oh, and he yeah. smiled, but and like one of the one of the first things, one of the biggest lessons I learned early on was like, when you're fucking up, don't show it. Just keep moving yeah, through yeah. it. And and I, I still haven't broke. I, like for a long time, I broke that habit yeah. of just not. But but now I I just I, I don't take it. It's not that I don't take music seriously i just don't take myself as seriously as i did yeah and yeah. and like i feel like it, this is how comfortable i've gotten on stage i i've i've fucking <laughs> 
I, I fucking like it'll be like you know break time you know in between sets and mm. I'll be up on stage and I'll get a whiff of myself and I'll be like this oh and I'll go like that and then I'll realize that there's like a bar full of people that uh, you know we just get on plane so they're still sort of staring at us and I'm over here smelling how bad my bo is so you know like i i feel what you're saying yeah, where you, you just know. sort of get you stop giving a fuck so much as soon as yeah. you become comfortable on stage yeah which is i think should be a goal for any musicians first starting out is is getting on stage being on stage so much and so often that yeah no that it becomes just second nature to yeah, be there that's the key and especially but, as young but as also you, you know maybe put on deodorant yeah i think i think like odors <laughs> Yeah, cleanliness really helps <laughs> but uh you can't see you can't see odors maybe people assume that like if you're like really crusty looking they assume that you smell bad but well i mean if you're really crusty looking chances are you, <laughs> you smell, smell pretty bad, bad. that's true <laughs> so that's it's true that's it's true. not it's not beyond like you know reason mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> so you uh so you're a comedy fan, and, and you, your your posts and stuff lean towards the comedy. It's mm-hmm. like who who are your uh, who are some of your favorite comedians out there right now, or of all time? I mean, I think my favorite comedians Norm McDonald, probably. Oh shit, Norm McDonald. Have you read probably. his book? Probably. I haven't read his book, but his I do want to read ridiculous. his book. But I mean, because like I feel like he's, but there's so many good comedians in like different uh like i like will forte a lot yeah just for like great. acting yeah you know, comedic like actors comedian, yeah. comedic actors so that's like a different or like will ferrell for that matter course, like it's yeah. a different or it's i mean steve carell is really dope oh, yeah. but it's different than like straight up stand up stand up i mean dave Chappelle was sweet like killing him softly and i i've seen i think one of his newer ones which i liked but i haven't seen all of the new mm-hmm. stuff that he put out so i don't really know and like bill burr i just like comedy so i'm yeah. pretty not non-discriminatory unless it's like they don't they like don't want to say things like i don't get offended by stuff right so i like i like the more offensive comedy or i just i mean i don't really care so i i think like any joke is funny yeah, if, it, if it's funny, it's if funny. If it's funny, it's funny. And yeah. even if it's, like, not funny, at least I'll be, like, at least it was a joke or they were trying to make it a joke. <laughs> like, whatever. It didn't It didn't land, but, I mean, it's, like, whatever. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm, like, really non-discriminant. I, either I think it's funny or not, so yeah. I'll, like, listen to it. I like, like, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> you know even though yeah. i know it's just him screaming screaming for like 30 minutes it's not even they're not like jokes it's him just screaming like obscenities and sounding like a yeah character, talking you know? about your dead mom's vagina or something yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like <laughs> he'll just, your dead mom's vagina is secreting okay okay that was bad but that is a, a pretty good impression. <laughs> Thank you. Good impression, I, I pra- actually. I, I practiced all the way here. <laughs> I practiced the whole. He was like, he's gonna say Gilbert Godfrey. I'm gonna we're gonna comedy. go in for it. We're going in for it. Uh, so what? What's your like lineage of music? How did you get into music? What? Did you, where do you like? How? So how um, did you get that. Anybody in your family play? No, I'm. I think my mom sang like uh, classical Indian music when oh, that's tight. when she was a kid. 
but she was, and like, so my sister, my earliest mu- memories of music, and the, I'm, I just bring it up because I think it definitely like influenced my like approach was listening to my sister practice like dance music for like Indian classical music oh, or like South Indian classical music. So it's a lot that's, of like that's the Ravi Shankar um, like uh, okay I'm totally wrong well no Ravi Shankar is like uh, I think North Indian but See, he could have played Carnatic music and my pronunciation salt shit too so if Indian people listen to this they're gonna be like god damn this Midwestern the mi- <laughs> you, god, you Midwestern are... guy <laughs> this is... but uh, yeah so like I uh and it's like all like compound time, so it'll be like some like subdivision. Like it'll all be twos and threes, but it'll mm. be like some sort of addition of twos and threes. Right, so right. it might not be yeah, four, no. you know. Mm. So like you kind of not at all. It could be some weird ass time signature, right? That you, changes in the middle of phrasing, mm-hmm. kind of exactly. It's, like beat flips and stuff. Yeah, like the beat will flip, and then all of a sudden it's doing this now. Yeah, so you kind of get used to weird time signatures. So I think that kind of helped with just like rhythmic stuff and viewing you know? music, and probably music, probably yeah. in a very abstract and yeah. like fluid way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because I, I don't, like, because I know people who are, like, way more, I mean, I'm not, I, I think that's just, like, what I'm better at in the aspects of music. Like, I'm better at understanding rhythm than, like, no, like, chords and, like, how all the frequencies fit together and, like, making, like, stack chords and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, soundscaping kind of stuff. I'd rather do, like, beats rather than, like, the straight soundscape. Yeah. If there's are like the two sides of music, you know, right, like right, the right. rhythm and the the sound. But then, so like that's like the first, and then you know just piano lessons when I was a kid, and then started playing the saxophone in school. Did saxophone in school band, and I was like I was decently good, you mm-hmm. know. Pra- but like I never really practiced. I just liked doing it. But the, I, where I grew up, there was just a bunch of amazing like teachers like looking back where'd you grow up in in ann arbor so so uh, you were born and raised in ann arbor born and raised in ann arbor and, and your parents are from india? they're from india okay um my dad moved to ann arbor i think in 81 for for work so we're yeah so we're he worked at u of m ann arbor but then he ended up working at u of m dearborn so wait is he like a professor yeah a teacher? professor oh so yeah. what does he teach Electrical engineering. Oh, okay. So that's so that how I learned sense. how I. That's how I learned all this shit. That's how I was trained to do all this other shit. Wait, other so wait, did he like sit down with you and be like, "Here's how you do this"? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like, um, like in high school. I mean, it was it was really like the only way I could spend time with my dad. I don't want to be like real negative but no, no. it was like if in if i was going to spend time with him i had kind of had to do stuff that he was interested in oh, you know okay. what i mean yeah because he was a professor he and was busy a professor and, and fucking, busy yeah um and kind of would i mean he kind of made himself busy too because it kind of helped with you know <laughs> avoiding some shit at home but i mean that's yeah, standard I, I, shit you know standard no for stuff. sure that's like you know, family shit family shit. yeah like so, men feel like they yeah yeah i i'm sick of I'm married. Yeah, so, I'm a son. Uh, I know how this shit know, goes. I've, 
when did you know robotics club and you know learn some and but you were genuinely interested, interested. Yeah, yeah i was yeah. genuinely interested too and it was like also like a, something i could say i wanted to do as a job other than comedian or musician to my parents too, so, you know? <laughs> so wait so this this feeling of wanting for com- comedy and musician that was yeah that was rather young. always there yeah, yeah i mean it was always there but it was also like the my friends kind of I feel like we're similarly minded. Maybe it, it, maybe they influenced me. Maybe I found them as friends because mm-hmm. I felt that way. It's kind of hard. Like, it's kind of like the weird, you know, duality of the situation, I guess. But I don't know. Like, uh, I always wanted to do like art, artistic stuff, or just like I didn't want to be so focused on like money. I guess I mean you kind of have to make money. It was I mean looking back it was kind of dumb, but I mean I'm not <laughs> not like too bummed about it. But it, yeah, it was like, bummed not to pursue electrical engineering. Well, like because or... I mean I did and I got a job and I could have made money. I could have had the career. Instead, you moved to and Toledo and joined moved, the yeah, Funk Factory. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> no, a few years, there's a few years okay, removed, okay. but yeah. No, 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 no like I'm that. just kidding. Um, yeah, it's kind of went like that. So, no, no. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So, so you you did you you were doing all this electrical engineering stuff in high school, mm-hmm. and, and simultaneously you were taking piano lessons or bass lessons. So or? I was when I was playing saxophone. Oh, okay. And then I kind of, when I grad, like my senior year, I started playing bass mm. and, um, and I would, I really like, I enjoyed it a lot. I picked it up kind of fast, like not super fast, but I remember like, you know, I bought a guitar when I was in middle school, tried that. It didn't like, I mean, I was okay. I didn't learn Nirvana songs and mm. stuff. And I remember trying to play bass then, and I couldn't even, like, pluck a note. Like, my hands were too small, and I was, like, I was kind of a smaller kid, too. So, like, my senior year, I was, like, I started growing then, started playing the bass, and I kind of, and I moved out, and, you know, like, it was, like, the first time I'd moved out, so I kind of had more time on my hands. I could actually practice. Like, I never really practiced in high school or anything, because... I mean, it wasn't like it was frowned upon, but it was like, you know, my mom made it clear, like, music can't be a job, so you might as well not practice. You yeah, know? yeah. You yeah. might as well do other shit with your time. It's like, you, you, you're you wasting your time because this is not a career. Yeah, exactly. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the... Uh, and I don't mean to make it a sweeping generalization, but... Um, it's sort of how my mom was too, yeah. and, and you know, like my mom's from Mexico. Like I feel like it comes with ethnic territory, yeah, where you're yeah. like, no, let's be real about this, dummy. Like mm-hmm. following your dreams. You yeah. think I followed my dreams, you yeah, little exactly. motherfucker? <laughs> like, exactly. you think this is what I would play in my life to be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally just projected that onto your poor. Oh no, so. no, it's completely true. It's definitely like a first generation kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, because they came here to make money and for security, and yeah. then it's like we kind of have what the you're security. gonna do with it. it yeah. And then that's the thing. Like I ended up having security, but then I was like, well, what, what the fuck am I doing? Like, because I don't really care about buying a bunch of shit. Mm. And I was like, I guess I could try and f- get married or some shit, <laughs> like right, and just kind of do that whole thing. I mean, not that it's a, not like in a negative way, but just you know, just kind of force yourself to just kind of go with the. That seems the really flow, negative. You know, that that 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like that seems like real yeah, negative yeah, yeah. to, to yeah, pursue yeah, something true. that's uh, anti what you want. want. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's exactly. I mean, I'm not saying like marriage in general. Is no, negative. no, I know you what know you're what I mean? saying. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. It's, he's, you're not trying to shit on the sanctity of marriage. Yeah, yeah. But, like that's not really for you at this point. You know, mm-hmm, like, exactly. Or like just to do it for to keep up, like follow the Joneses or keeping up yeah, with yeah, the Joneses yeah. or whatever. So living up to other people's expectations, expectations and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, even your parents' expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so wait, so, so so you went to college. I went to college. Where'd you go? You so I went to University of Cincinnati my first oh, year. Tight. Okay. Yeah, so that was like my first foray into I've Ohio. To, I've been to some crazy parties down there. Yeah, I've been to some <laughs> crazy shows and yeah, parties. Crazy Had shows, some wild too. times, and. Uh, like most 18-year-olds fresh out of high school, I uh, dropped out after my freshman year. Yeah. You know, came back home, was one of those. <laughs> came back with, like, the stick and the bundle. Oh, man. How, what, okay, so uh, you don't have to get... You can go as deep as you want, but what was your parents' reaction to that? Um, I mean, it wasn't, like... It was surprisingly not that bad. My sister kind of went through a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was just a lot of unresolved stuff. So it wasn't like, une- I guess, unexpected. It was unexpected. But my it was more like, that, and that's what I like, like, love about my dad is he has, like, really good, like, crisis control. So he's just like, this is what you got to do. Withdraw from these classes. You can apply here to the school that I teach at um you can you don't have to pay very much you're going to be on probation I was like on a probation like status for like a semester or something okay. and then everything kind of went back to normal so he's a very so practical person yeah, practical. he's like has an engineer brain exactly where he just breaks it down yeah. and is like yeah. well okay i guess if it's not going to work like that maybe you can work like Here. this yeah I but guess it, so yeah but it wasn't like how are you feeling? How are we going to improve the way that you're feeling about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Feelings okay. are usually the last yeah, thing. Yeah, the feelings are the last thing. <laughs> Which is like, you know, it's cool. And, uh, so, but like, like, do you know how I felt when yeah, I was all yeah. alone coming to this country, you little bitch? Yes, dude. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you could be fucking in the army right now, yeah. going fighting in Iraq. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, you know, I mean, like, I, I have, I have similar. Even though my parents were very supportive of that, mm-hmm. my dad was, but like my mom had a very stern, strict, yeah, and she just looked at you like, no, and you know, like you know, like she just had a very practical way of looking at things mm-hmm. because she went through fucking hell exactly. coming here with you know her family and all that it, like she knows how fucking hard it is and mm-hmm. then so like she just doesn't doesn't want our parents don't want to see us have to face some of the things that maybe they had to face yeah and i don't know your parents story so i don't know if they had like a hard time or anything but you know like i know my story yeah and, and you so know whatever struggles i can kind of i I see where they come from, mm-hmm. you know, just because it's like... And it's like you don't want your kid to go down. I mean, the the thing is, like, that's a, living in America, no matter what, it's like you can find a way. Yeah. You, know, you can find a way to make some sort of money. And right, and if you like, have a little determination. Yeah. And and I think that's where we get all off course here, especially with, with the way we educate our kids about, especially going into the arts, because that is a, that is a viable career to go into if you approach it the right way. Mm-hmm. If you look at it as like, 
success is you on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, which I don't even know if that even holds any cachet anymore in today's yeah. day and age. But <laughs> but let's just we're just you know that's just sort of a a beacon you know of mm-hmm. what people strive for at some point. In any case, if you look at success as only being in the public eye and being just rich and famous, then 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 maybe it's not the the career for you, or maybe it is because some people who are driven can achieve those goals. Yeah just by thinking that they can do it and then it happens mm-hmm. so you know it happened it's weird but if you look at it in a very practical way where it's like okay uh what what kind of musician do you want to be do you want to be like do you want to play with orchestras do you or do you want to play in bars do you want to just record in studios yeah. like what do you want to make jingles for for shit yeah. so all these pathways are very open and mm-hmm. and you can pursue them and it, it's it's a practical career, yeah. I think. Still, it definitely is. And you, but you, you gotta might be you might suffer a little, but yeah, suffering is great for young people to go through because yeah. it just makes things easier as they get older mm-hmm. to understand life. I think. But in any case, please, I interrupted you. And yeah, like not. I mean, it's not gonna be. I don't think anything is gonna be easy. Like, if you really like achieve something, if something's mm-hmm. too easy, it's probably because it's like it's supposed to be easy you know Mm. yeah and uh yeah like the i mean you gotta find a way to make enough money to live and you know save and do stuff but i mean you if you're doing something that you feel like is less valuable than the time you're spending on it then it's not worth it at all you know like the time is definitely a lot more valuable than the money that's associated with the time no matter what the job is so you kind of have to like and like that's how you get i mean it's just kind of what your values are like because i mean i don't want to be it's like not even being famous or being the best but definitely being the best, like trying to maximize whatever you can do, you know, mm-hmm. like what, why not? Right. Why not? So like understand your limitations and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and breaking through your limitations with the skills that you possess and, mm-hmm. and you can develop. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like just, it's cause like, I know I'm not the greatest at any one of the instruments I play, but I know that I make a, 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 a an effort to get better at them and I, I might never be the best at it, but like, I know I'm being the best that I can be right now at mm-hmm. the moment. And, and that's fine. And it's working. You yeah, know, if exactly. it wasn't working, then maybe I would have to go back to the drawing board and be like, okay, what can we tweak yeah. here? But I think too many people are afraid of failure in that sense, where it's just like they, they they hold themselves up to these expectations that they never reach. And, and then so therefore it kind of like it, it kills their drive mm-hmm. to do it when really it's like maybe lower your expectations and and i know that sounds terrible or have no expectations or have no expectations you know and and just go at it the best as you can at your ability and and like i i kind of just got this is kind of a good good example for this is because well not really uh so i really want to play r&b and like neo soul type shit i really want to be a good keyboardist at it a keyboard player at that type of music and so i've been pursuing that here and uh, I kind of got a chance to play with these cats who are all like amazing players and like they totally ran circles around me. I just felt like super inadequate. Yeah. But the, so I had these expectations going into it and I kind of was psyching myself out about it. And I, I mean, like, 
I wasn't too nervous walking into the situation because I kind of I've been in those situations before. Like I've been in enough situations that I, I know I. I I can just walk into it with a little comfort mm-hmm. and, and just rely on my own skills. But, uh, but like, when it came down to it, it was, it like, I would ask, hey, what, what chord are you playing? And, like, nobody could tell me what chord they are playing. So you had this room full of, like, amazing musicians who are really good at this one thing, and, but they couldn't communicate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. because, and because those particular musicians came up in the church and in the church, it's all about the ear. Mm-hmm. In the Baptist church, I should yeah. sp- specifically for gospel music, uh, which gospel and R and B are basically the same shit. So, uh, the they come up using their ear. They don't really have they they don't it, they don't learn the logistics of what they're doing. They're just doing what they've been doing their whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, coming up in the church. So I I kind of like freaked myself out a little bit, and but. At the end of the day, I still didn't make the cut. So, like, oh, yeah. so at the end of the day, so like I'm not devastated, mm-hmm. you know. But some people can like put them like psych themselves so far out that they do they are devastated by that kind of shit. Yeah, and and, and that is it's I, oh, I think yeah, having a, a comfortable sense of where you're at, an honest sense mm-hmm. of how you are as a musician or an artist of any kind and just being real as fuck with yourself mm-hmm. and because i'm real as fuck with myself about yeah. my playing because I, I i know i'm not a terrible player yeah. but I, by by no means do i think i'm a great player yeah, on dude. anything yeah. i do on anything i do mm-hmm. and and you know people disagree with me and that's fine that's their opinion but i have to keep my fucking shit in I check think you're good Oh, thank you, sir. I think you're good. <laughs> thank you very much. See, and, and I appreciate that. Yeah. And I know that I have specific skills that I'm good at. But for but but when- that's exactly it. Specific skills, and I feel like that's like sometimes you'll see like the dude who just shreds, and then you see people like, you know, shitting on him. Like, oh, there's no <laughs> feeling. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, you don't like that music, maybe, but. Obviously, the guy is skilled, and he has those skills. And right. maybe he can't tra- like maybe he goes to the neo soul practice, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What chord are you guys playing?" You know, right. like what? How how do I do my sweep arpeggios over this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, and how it does just, that work? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, and it just like you just don't have the skills, and that's what I think being any good musician is just trying to figure like learn as many skills as you can, and sometimes you don't want to learn this, you know, the skills. You yeah. Know? And if you don't want to, like, be honest with yourself and be like, yeah, maybe I just don't want to know how to do that. Yeah, let yeah. Them, let these other guys do that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, let them know? do the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 that, that's, that's the other part, too, is, like, if you are looking to expand and you are looking to get better, it's it's best to go and play with people who are much better than yeah. you. Yeah. And even though they are better than me at what they're doing, they still lack things that I can do. So it's, it's just like, it's, you know, there's a balance to it. You can't be too hard on yourself, but you've got to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you can't be too hard on other people, but you do have to kind of look at it in a realistic sense on in regards to other people as well. So like someone who just sort of shreds all the time, there are people out there who just sort of shred, 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 and they're kind of... I mean, they're not they're not paying attention to what their people are doing around mm-hmm. them. So there are people who are out there who might need to step back oh, yeah. and, and sort of like tone it down yeah, and, and apply it. To, yeah. And, and so when I see that, I sort of see an unexamined person or, or a musician up there sort of just going nuts. 
and especially if they carry the ego that kind of comes yeah, with like a lead yeah. guitarist like that yeah. that is the biggest red flag to me is someone mm-hmm. who's just up there and even if they do have great skill just <laughs> they're doing the sweeps and they're doing yeah. all the shit it doesn't really mean anything if you're not uh, if you're not elevating the music you're, mm-hmm. you're playing. Like so, if you're just sort of in the me show in the corner yeah. and everybody else is sort of looking at you like, okay, you're doing that again. You know, I mean, it takes away. It's a distraction at it's that. It's a point. distraction, sure. Yeah, and yeah. like it's like coming back to the neo soul guys, like learning just by ear. Like that's how you play like the tastiest stuff. Oh and, yeah, like, the most totally. just like really simple like really simple things but that say the most you know oh totally totally and and, and i don't want to shit on them either yeah but like because that's like honestly that's what's really so you kind of have to have the balance of like yeah learn technical skills learn scales learn modes learn like go as deep as you want into theory but you have to always remember that it is just like an audio like kind of raw thing that you're dealing with and there's always going to be like that raw element to music that mm. you if you don't tap into it then it's just like it's has a blandness to right. it you it just know falls flat. it falls flat yeah. so it's weird it's weird to get the balance of the two like and like obviously like the the that's who the greatest musicians are like people like either whether in jazz or like rock the people who are usually like renowned around the musical community are people who just have good ears but also are technically good you right know? it's like fantastic instincts with the technical fucking background mm-hmm. and that's and that's when you get like those people who came up in the church those cats who come up to the church and went to school and yeah, got fucking yeah. knowledge it's unstoppable like yeah. who's the fucking keyboard who's the organist uh for, is it Corey? Corey henry thank you yeah. you knew exactly yeah. what i was talking about yeah yeah a perfect example, you know, of someone yeah. who you could tell has gospel chops for days, mm-hmm. but fuck it, like went the distance. I saw that motherfucker learn a snarky puppy song with his iPad on. Like I saw them live. I was there at the concert. He was just listening to his iPod, not really playing along with this current song that they were playing, but he was just sort of listening, learning a song adding a couple little things here and there to what they were doing, learning the song, a new song, and then they performed the new song, and it seemed to me it was seamless. To him, it might it was probably like shit. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to me, the guy who's just like sitting there with his mouth open, like gaping yeah, at these... Regular um, humans. You know? Regular, yeah, exactly. Like I, I, It makes me feel like a fucking just, yeah, just fucking a pedestrian, you know? It's mm-hmm. like just, oh my God, it was incredible to see that and, and yeah that's just a great i mean it helps that pe- there are people who go that deep because yeah. there are people who go that deep in any instrument and it's like humbling like no matter what like i'm never i'm never gonna go as deep into the <laughs> bass as so many bass players right. i see and sometimes it's like fuck i just know i don't even want to play anymore but i do because i don't know how to like i don't like doing anything else really so i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna play the bass you know yeah. i don't really do other shit so what what do you uh, have a day job or do you just yeah i work at music around so oh yeah that's right that's store, right i forgot about that um and play music so like i mean even the like i need to make more money i mean it's it's fine for right now i'm right. making more money i'm making enough money to pay for things but i don't i if i get sick i'm probably screwed so like, i got like a few more years of like okay i'm hopefully gonna be health healthy in my 
late 20s yeah hopefully knock on wood like not some crazy shit's gonna happen but you know we'll be good yeah it's like this is the time to do this crazy shit i agree i agree how old are you 27 oh yeah yeah. you're good you got you got years before you have to like you don't have no babies you don't got a wife or anything you're good man you fucking you come over here you keep doing yeah keep kicking on this thing yeah Yeah, keep kicking on this thing (laughs) um so so uh did you end up going back to college then yeah so i finished my school finished um engineering school so you fin- So you have a degree. Yeah, I got an electrical engineering degree. God damn it! Just, uh, uh, just a bachelor's. Yeah, uh, just a bachelor's. how I was going to say that. That's so yeah, stupid. two bachelors. But two thing, bachelors. Yeah, like okay. it was a dual degree. Was that easy for you, or was it, did you find it challenging, or did it come naturally? Because yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of like I feel like I was like trained to do it like there was probably it was definitely the most natural i'm definitely i think more naturally an engineer than a musician honestly at the end of the day just because like and you i like just compared to people who had musicians as parents mm-hmm. and that's kind of how they learned was through their family right. you know like you know the people who can who learned just through like just life just like watching it and being around it and right, experiencing right. it you know and like those were the musicians I always kind of envied, and I'm I feel like I'm finally getting to a point where I'm like understanding how to just like communicate music. Just like I don't really have to think about like chords and scales as much as I did before. You know, mm. I'm just kind of like listening and able to do it, um, at, do it as well as I can. But it's like um, so I think it was just like it was more wasn't like easy but it was definitely not like i didn't find it as difficult i think as probably a, a normal per like a normal person because i just was in that environment my sister went to engineering school mm. it's uh, it's just in, it's the, just blood. in the blood yeah, you know yeah. like it's like my whole family are all engineers i'm actually i have the i'm like the least educated person in my family <laughs> so I, me having a bachelor's degree is like is like shit. Like I, I need to get some other degrees. Otherwise, I'm like so. So your family still respects run. you. Yeah, can yeah. Make eye contact with you yeah. in your later years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think they care. I mean, I, they definitely care that I like sit around and play music all day. But I mean, it's so. Cool. so I like it, dude. So fuck it. No, yeah, totally. You, know? you gotta live by your own. Mm-hmm. You can't just let your parents their opinions weigh your life down mm-hmm. into mush which can easily happen yeah it, ha- it happens all the time yeah it happens, it happens all the time is where these kids go and become doctors because their dad was yeah. and his dad was a doctor and yeah they, i mean that's that was really like they the just want to play jazz saxophone mm-hmm. <laughs> and i kind of i mean it kind of it was a that was the thing like going to my dad's school was like a blessing right there because i i was able to get the degree but i didn't have any debt afterwards that's incredible you know and that's like the killer <laughs> that's the killer yeah. for everyone's dreams is the fucking debt well yeah and especially going into music going into music going just... into something where you're not going to get paid you don't right. you're not going to get paid playing music for a while yeah and, and i mean if you do i mean you gotta be really good or get really, really lucky or something or, it's or just... do covers and it was like, i mean i've been doing like the original band trying to do the original band route yeah and so, like, and you you probably know this, but, you know, it's definitely easier than the three-piece or four-piece to get paid. And, um, 
and like you being a piano player, you might have played like weddings or events mm-hmm. by yourself. You know, uh, no, play. not really, not, not by really. my guitar. Yes, I guitar have done guitar because I'm better. I'm a better solo, like a solo or accompanist as a guitar player than okay. I am as a piano player because my left hand is dog dick. So uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you can go up and strum chords. Right, right. Can I can make, make it sound pretty and whatever. So like, and that was so in my last band, the you know the guitar player could play solo shows. And that's kind of what got me started on thinking about making the controller to play by myself is like, you know, like it's hard to make money in a band, you know, it's hard to make enough money at a, sh- a show with no guarantees or if you the guarantee is just a thing at the door and you you don't have a great draw or you might draw a few people, mm-hmm. but the other band might not draw, right. you know, like and split and then you have to split that money up between five people. You know, it's it gets so like you you can't really expect to make money at least unless you do very specific things like play right. covers like do the cover right if you if you're gonna for, go into it like you know whatever I'm just gonna play other people's music mm-hmm. it's fine and I did the same thing I took the original route for a long time and yeah. and what's cool now is like even though like with Green Acre Sessions like it's mostly covers it's like mm-hmm. I still am invested in very original projects so like yeah. I have a reggae band that I'm still active in active mm-hmm. in, in uh, out of San Diego and me and my wife we do cover songs but we, we very much concentrate on her solo stuff as well which yeah. is our stuff that we write together so yeah. I get, I get, I get the fortune of like you know doing both worlds. Exactly, it's, it is. But to make money, it is mostly doing covers. And it so seems it's... like your reggae band is finally getting to that next level where it is more viable. Right? It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. It is, it is. It, it, it just depends on the gig, and, yeah, and we've exactly. been very so fortunate. Even, the, even yeah. for that, where it's like successful, you know, it's still hard to like really get consistent money so yeah totally but, yeah and 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 i consider that band successful anytime yeah. your band gets flown somewhere yeah, exactly that that's that's a, that's a win you know that's like i'm good paid. enough yeah getting flied somewhere that's getting paid <laughs> yeah like going to hawaii Shit. and honolulu was amazing like that yeah, was going to hawaii for a that's payment enough. that was amazing yeah. and it yeah. and i learned so much and i got to do it was only a couple of days. It was only a weekend, but like that weekend was just like stuffed. Like every moment was just stuffed with like amazing life changing events. So it's just yes. like, what can you fucking say? Yeah. You know, even though I, I did have to come out of pocket for dinner, oh, <laughs> but yeah. you know, like, and I had to buy weed, but oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, the, those, yeah, get me the per- that was the only thing that I, I didn't bitch about it. We didn't get a per diem. <laughs> What are you going to say? We got yeah. free places to stay at a flight, but no per diem. I, I'm not going to bitch. It's just... But anyways, but, but you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> so you... Uh, so what, what... Did you just fart around Ann Arbor after school? Yeah. Or so then... I, so I went to school in Dearborn. Oh, okay. And then I, I got a job and I was playing in like two bands in Ann Arbor. Just like two... Like this one guy... Um, this like prog band um ryan yunk ryan yunk music i'll give him a shout out because he's cool um and um yeah he was uh so we were doing like like prog music i learned a lot from him he's a crazy multi-instrumentalist and so like like math rock and shit like that it's more like um like neil morris or Mm -hmm. um 
I don't want to say dream theater, oh, okay. but like in in that vein, but more like Spock's beard. If anyone out there knows about Spock's beard, it's uh, <laughs> these are know, all these nerd, nerd fucking rock, nerd, yeah, prog nerd prog bands, prog bands. Yeah. like not really metal, but like proggy, epic sounding shit, and just a great songwriter, great musician, um, and uh, just like an original like kind of jam band singer songwriter stuff with my friend. And then that band evolved into the band that I was in in Ann Arbor. And that's so I quit my job to kind of pursue that band. So kinda. this is your engineering job? Yeah, my engineering job. What, what were you doing? I mean, you don't have to tell me the name of a couple of things. Automotive but... stuff, like for computers and cars. So it's you a, were just like, what, what did you a do? I was a program tester. So I tested programs that would reprogram the computers so like if you wanted to do a firmware update i did i tested and helped program the things that would like do the firmware update so it would take in new information and right. re like reprogram whatever was on that oh computer. okay that seems complicated in my brain yeah yeah it was it's pretty complicated it's really like specific low level computing shit that's oh really like it's really low cool. level yeah so it's really like i mean low level meaning like it's just how the computer operates it's not like yeah yeah, yeah. there's like the like as you you're not you, inventing algorithms yeah, shit. yeah there's no algorithms it's just like send this right. data it's like one zero one zero switch one. off switch yeah. on for this and that yeah. on that yeah, I, I mean, I know nothing about this shit, but that—that's—that's that's so. So that so was sucked. was I that. Uh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, no, it was it was all right. But so I just don't care sucks. about cars. I don't care about cars at all. I don't no, give a I shit mean. about cars. So it was hard to like really care. So I'm trying to like that's the another thing with the foot pedal thing. Trying to do more engineering with musical stuff, and maybe mm -hmm. I can you know start working for. You know, maybe it'll turn into a job or something. You know, it's, it's like more like just do as much stuff with the things that I know to do and see what it comes out of it. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, have you done like, like, do you know how to fix amps and like foot pedals? I'm trying to shit? get into that. I can kind of. I, I mean, you could learn more foot pedals more than amps. Amps are a little bit harder and more dangerous <laughs> foot pedals i can kind of well, like, all you gotta do is just tap the fucking the transformer right yeah, and get yeah. that fucking electro charge out of there. <laughs> yeah exactly i i had so, i had high school electronics thank you yeah <laughs> that's my yeah, just electrocute yourself <laughs> yeah um but i mean i can do probably pedals i've been i've done a few but it's like i did I feel uncomfortable charging people yeah. for me to like potentially break their shit, you know. So well, like, I mean, that's why you, you gotta get potentially break your own shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you exactly. figure that yeah. out, and then yeah, you're like, exactly. but then you have to risk their shit. Mm -hmm. Then you, there's gotta be a well. I guess if you wanted to pursue fixing people's shit, I like, mean, it I is. It's there's a market for it. Oh, that's well, the thing. You're goddamn right. So I mean, for why, sure. Like, like I have pedals just sitting in my yeah. fucking closet where I'm like, I need this fix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Anyways. let me get at those pedals. <laughs> let me get at those pedals real quick. Yeah, see if I can fix them. I, I I wouldn't be opposed to you looking at my reverb pedal. I, I'm pretty uh, sure it's an easy fix, but I just I'm just lazy. Yeah. But so yeah, no, but that's a good point. Is that that's actually really good advice for anybody. Is like 
It's like you don't want to work somewhere, and I'm sure Music Go Around is okay to work at. It's not a bad oh, place. Yeah. I mean, it's better than working at some shitty office where you, oh, know, yeah. you really hate your life. Mm-hmm. But but I'm sure at one point you want to be self-sufficient, so you don't have to leave your hole ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have to go and play or do something. Mm-hmm. Something that you want to do. Yeah. And it's just sitting back and assessing what what you what what skills do i have and and implement Mm -hmm. and and i i kind of got pushed into that because i got fired from my job so (laughs) so i had to like figure it out because i had a family and stuff but uh but yeah like you're in that great position good you know well it was great because i haven't fucking you know like i worked at ups when i first got here but like you know, the last three years I was living in San Diego, I was comp- we were me and my wife were completely self sufficient. Yeah, living our own fucking living how we wanted to live. Yeah. It, it wasn't a lavish life, especially living in San Diego where everything's way too fucking expensive. Yeah. But we got by, and, yeah. and I enjoyed San Diego. I, I mean, no, it. that's what. You, yeah, that's exactly what you want. But yeah. but that's but that's a good but it's a good way to look at it and how you're looking at it because you are at a great age to where you can just sort of fuck off with your time because mm-hmm. you're kind of figuring out what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of you taking like your electrical engineering skills and and fucking smashing it together <laughs> with your musical skills and and figuring out something. And the best part is that you kind of like you are doing that, and and you're doing it in a funny way. And that I mean, and that was the whole attraction. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was telling you at the OT is that it's like, dude, it's the fucking videos. It's like I just want to know who makes these videos. Yeah, so and that's... then want it to be like, if you're a music fan, you might like enjoy because I'll do some theory stuff, you know, or it's like. You know, See, I haven't even seen your stuff. YouTube channel, so like now uh, I'm like super interested in yeah. all the other shit. Uh, it could be the um, yeah, like music. It could be the engineering stuff that you're mm. interested in. I feel like that's more of what I get on Instagram, probably because of how I've been doing like the tagging and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I get like so like if you're interested in just like making shit, you can like it. And if you like comedy, you might enjoy it too. So it's just like hopefully. Yeah, I can find like I don't really want to actually even project to a whole bunch of people. I just want to find people who are similar, similarly minded, right. who I can work with too. Because it's hard to find people to work with, right? And uh, you've probably met people through this. That I mean, we met each other. We could probably work together in the mm. future. You totally. know, so it's just like make it, you know networking out, more, right? You know, yeah, totally. No, this podcast has completely, completely shaped my musical career um post san diego (laughs) so like where i'm at right now um in san diego though it did give me other opportunities to like it gave me a great opportunity to work in this fucking awesome studio where me and my wife record our album 1018 now available at rainmystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com you can find it there it's available (laughs) Uh, everybody thinks that's her stage name but that's her real name it's her middle name oh okay (laughs) damn that's a sick name dude her parents are fucking hippies (laughs) they were hippie as fuck still hippies hippie as fuck but like just crazy (laughs) crazy wonderful people just absolutely bonkers but but lovely i love them dearly um yeah so so like what the fuck were we just talking about? I'm sorry, I just got off on my own. I don't know. Yeah. We just okay. Anyways, so you you uh, 
you were doing your uh, you were doing your prog band and you're doing yeah. your you're fucking around with some jam shit. I mean, jam band and like that was so I was in two bands and working, and I realized like I wasn't getting better at and I was kind of I was kind of like stuck at that point where I was like just I wasn't practicing on my own. Because I was kind of just tired all the time from, like, working. I was working 40 hours a week. And, I mean, it wasn't, like... A whole 40? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so okay. sorry I to know. hear about that. I know. I know. I'm such a bitch. I'm, <laughs> I'm such so a bitch. I'm so tired. No, no. But it's fine. You know I didn't... I mean. You know no, what I mean. I do. No. It's just, like... Absolutely. It's... When you have a full-time job and you're trying to pursue your passions, that full-time job is such a drain. Especially yeah. when you're not really into it. Yeah. It sucks the energy out of you. It's like playing for an uh, unresponsive room. Mm-hmm. You know how that feeling yeah. is when you play a whole show and the and they maybe got one clap, <laughs> clap. the whole time, and and when I you love just want it's just so just, funny. I you just like... want to go home, but but it sucks the energy <laughs> yeah, out of me. Like, yeah, I like it, it's exhausting, but you're right, it is funny. Yeah, and I found a way to just laugh at that shit. You have to, you have to, you know. Yeah, because what are you gonna do? Sit there and be like, God, I'm just I'm terrible. Yeah. I suck. That's why they hate me. It's like no, yeah. they're like just disinterested because yeah. that's just what's happening right now. Because mm-hmm. fuck you, mm-hmm. but whatever, it, it's fine. Like this is part of the job. This is yeah. what this job entails. Sometimes mm-hmm. is that you're gonna empty your gas tank on a fucking on a crowd of people who don't give a <laughs> one fuck. goddamn fuck about what you're doing up there. And and then at the end of the day, you take your money home and I don't know, go home and smoke weed. I guess yeah. I don't. But yeah, so you were finding that you were kind of overworked with your forty hour. <laughs> I feel like such a. You shouldn't feel like a, you shouldn't feel like an asshole because we just went into the reasons why yeah, that sucks. Sucks. Yeah, in, in trying to pursue other passions. And I mean, it was far, so I drove there, and it was it was like during that time. year that I was doing that, I drove like fifty thousand miles, fifty five thousand miles, something oh. like that. So like that's kind of my excuse. I was driving a. No, too. that's exhausting too. The and, road is exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was just like a, that was like a real, I wouldn't say a, a, my worst year, but it was like a bad year. Just being, just, just being like trying to do everything, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like nothing was really like moving in a way that I wanted. Um, so I like was like, I don't, and I wasn't in debt. I was just like making money. Which is like, were you making good money? Yeah, making good money, too. <laughs> making real good. Like looking back, it's like, goddamn, I was making some good money. Here I am living in squalor. Yeah, it fucking loot appear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Now, now it's cheap as shit. Yeah, now, like nothing's expensive at all. So um, hell yeah, you got you know, it right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ann Arbor kind of got yeah, kind of got Arbor crazy, was crazy, right? Crazy expensive, but I mean, I was living in Dearborn. Dearborn was living at my sister's house kind of paying with her for for rent um but yeah so quit my job and then that year i i quit my job and then one of the bands that i was in broke up like right away so it was like i was expecting to like like have a bunch of shit to work on and I immediately had like literally nothing to do all the time, <laughs> and it was like the first time where I had nothing to do. But it was good. That's where I I feel like that year is where I really learned how to practice, like, mm-hmm. like how I wanted to approach practicing on my own. And how is that? Uh, you know, or just like try and do it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do one or two hours. 
I find out I found out that for me it's easiest to do it like right when I wake up. Mm-hmm. So wake up, pour a cup of coffee, turn my bass on, you know, start practicing. You so know, you'll wake like, up and go right into yeah, it. Yeah. You take a shower. I wake up, take a shower, stretch in the shower. Ooh. You know. Fancy. Yeah. Get my fingers all limbered up. <laughs> drink, drink some coffee and then just start playing. And if it's like you know, I have to work at 10 like maybe it'll be like i only get like 20 minutes in then Mm -hmm. i gotta go or like i don't have to work didn't have to work today so i just played for however long i wanted and then was like okay let me do some other shit Mm -hmm. and like so it's not like i even have like a really strict routine but it's like because i've never really had and that was the other thing i don't have like routines and i've always not maybe not envied but like i understand why like the army and like that kind of stuff is so strict because when you do something really strict every day you get better at it you know definitely and um and to be like self motivated or whatever or like having the self-control to do it every day Mm -hmm. it's real real tough so i don't try and put like hard limits okay four to five is my practice time i'm doing that every day so it's just like wake up play bass pretty simple you know, if I don't, then whatever. Some days, like some days, I'll go and not play. But I've gotten pretty good at you know getting to it every day. Mm. You know, and that's something I like learned during that year. And so at the end of that year, I started the band that I was in. That kind of, I guess, introduced me to Toledo. That was like where that was the band that I played in Toledo first, and that's how I met Jason. What was the name of the band? I don't want to say. Okay, I don't fair enough. Say. That's okay. I mean, I probably should say, but they still exist, and I quit the band on bad terms. Bad terms, in my opinion. I don't think they really... They might not even give a shit anymore, and I don't really give a shit anymore, really. But do, you it was, want, do you want to say why you quit the band? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, we can go over that. So, like, that was, like, my focus. So, that was... So, the... So that's how you met Jason was coming down and playing. Playing like, with this last band, yeah. And you guys were playing like the OT or something? Yeah, we played the OT. We okay. played with Groove Protocol. So that was 2015. Who, and what's Groove Protocol? That's Jason's old band. So oh. that's what Funk Factory turned into. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So um, what happened was the the band that broke up like right when I quit my job, me and that, that guy who was like the singer-songwriter – we were like trying to start a band and we kind of went through 2014 trying to find a band and we kind of got everything formulated by the end of 20 or was that 2015 that was 2015 so the end of 2015 and so that was like i wouldn't say my band but it was like more like that was like the one thing that i was like focused on a lot i was trying to write for it i wasn't great at writing songs so i was kind of getting used to just being like in the mindset of being a musician and i was like young and kind of lazy too so i was kind of getting over being just like a lazy ass fucking 23 year old 24 year old right um and so we were like playing and uh it was just like i mean it was going really well and that's the thing like they're the band's still pretty popular. That's why mm. I don't want to say the name because people already know who I'm talking about. <laughs> if they know who you are. If they are. know who I am, they yeah. already know. But then... Uh, if I go, if I do like a little spying yeah, you, on your yeah, Facebook, I would you find You would find out. it. If, okay. you, if you search my name on Google, you'd find out. 
Sweet. So that's how big. I think you it's guys like were. the first. I think it's like the first option, which kind of you guys, makes me a little upset. You're so like, big that that when you Google your name, it comes, comes right up, up yeah. at, under their band. Under their band that I'm not in anymore. Oh, it makes me upset. I mean, it's like it's did annoying. They, did you record any albums with them? So that was the thing. We we were like, we're gonna do a lot of self recording, and we're gonna do a lot of stuff DIY. And so we bought a, a Behringer X32, mm. nice digital recording board, recorded a live album in the in a basement, and um, the one of the members of the band was gonna you know mix and master it. Took a really long time. Not very self motivated. Like yeah. I don't want to talk shit about these dudes too. So no, like, but we might but you to... guys were all the kind of the same age. Yeah, all the same age, and we're all like trying to do this together. I don't have the skills to mix and master. He went to school for audio yeah. engineering. He was like, I want to do this. Not you know taking his time, but not really like focused on getting better. Um, you know, like, and the, I made the mistake like the drummer didn't have a spot to practice. He couldn't set up a drum set at his mom's house. And I was like, dude, we really need you to practice. We're not going to get better if a member of the band's not practicing his instrument, you know? So we were like, okay, let's get a house together. <laughs> and you already know how that story ends. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, this was this the first time? And this is the first time I'd done that with the group. And, yeah. Oh, but you've been on your own before, right? Yeah, I'd been was on my the, own. Was this the first time for some of them being on their mm. own? Or was one, everybody pretty one, but everyone was pretty good. Honestly, like I was probably the worst at being the roommate. I was probably the <laughs> least clean. I also broke my leg oh my God. one month into moving in together. So I was like completely dependent on those guys it's, for two, three months. Give me some cereal. Yeah. So like and that wasn't very good. And so right. like me being dependent on them and then being like, dude, you're not practicing, you're not doing the stuff that you said you were gonna do. Yeah. Um so like I and then when I was like okay I got to rehab now my broken leg and like this it felt like the band wasn't gonna do anything unless I'm like we need to fucking record this we need to get this fucking done yeah now we need it because like uh, they didn't want to put like you know deadlines or anything on themselves and we don't ha we don't have a label we don't have anyone asking us for shit and right. so if we don't have a deadline it's never gonna get done. So I like ended up quitting the band, and it was kind of a bummer. These are like my friends from high school and shit, oh, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, yeah, like we were friends for a while, and that was probably another thing because we were like, you know, going. It was it being in a band is going into business with people, you know, totally. and you don't think about it when you're like a kid starting your first band. You're not like we're starting a business together, selling music, selling right. this art, and so when you and you notice it when you see bands that form, you know, either it's like new members joining an established band or a band of people who are in the music industry, like a super group or like people who just kind of know have been through mm -hmm. the ringer and coming together. You can see like the relationships are like professional. Yeah. And then like you can be friends, but ultimately, you know, like in the band that the relationship's professional. And with this dynamic, it was like we were just friends first, you right. know. So like you're conflating it was both. Yeah, yeah, we're conflating both. So like you know, I think some things I might have said were taken personally, right. as like <laughs> attacks on these people. And it's like now looking back, it's like maybe it's true because you know, like 
a lot of the stuff that we said we were going to do didn't end up happening. Right. So now I don't know how to take it. Like they were either just paying me lip service and like I take that shittily because they never really wanted to do it or right. they really wanted to do it and couldn't really follow through. You yeah. Know? So either way, I mean, I'm not upset about quitting, but it just is kind of like a sad thing in the end because it was like, you know, my friends from high school. Yeah. You, and I hope. And did you like the, the music you guys were playing? And I liked the music we were playing. I liked it a lot. I mean, I, I always liked the music that I'm playing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you, you know, like it's always fun to play music. So. Yeah. And I can always find like, and I like music, so. As long as it's not like country music where I only have to play two notes and like the, they're gonna freak out if I play anything more than those yeah. two notes, I can enjoy it. Like just let give me some free reign to just like walk what however I want over this the song. But I like rock anything, so it was just like a rock band. I'm down with it, but it was just it's not even like I'm upset. It's more like I'm just kind of bummed because it was like a friendships that were lost mm. because of this fucking shit. Oh, so like you, you guys know? didn't recover from that. We didn't recover from oh, it. Man. At least not yet. I mean, it's getting better. Yeah. You know? Oh, lines of communication the Lines are of open. communications are more open. Yeah. Okay. More open with some of the members, too. Oh, so, some, of with some of the members. some of the members. It's yeah. me. I'm the petty one. That's yeah. the thing. I'm the petty one. So yeah. it's like kind of shitty. Like, I don't want to put throw a bunch of trash or, like, yeah. you know, reignite some stuff. Because I, I don't really know if they give a shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're dudes. We're not going to, like, fucking call each other and talk yeah. about it. So, hey, know? so yeah. how was your day? Yeah, yeah. Look, I've just, it's been weighing on me <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. I just really think we need to talk about this. Uh, no, it's, it's like, let's hold it. No, I still have a friend from a high school band who... I swear to God, it still holds resentment because of because half the band went one way and the other half went the other way. Yeah. And I feel and it was just a shitty high school, but like it was so shitty. Like we were terrible. Yeah. Right. Like just the worst musicians. Mm-hmm. All we did was get high, try to figure out how to, we were gonna get our <laughs> next sack of weed, get fucked up in my mom's basement. It's just like it was not a real band. Like yeah. like our only show was playing at Murphy's. Did you know of Murphy's? It was. Anyways, it's a jazz club that is no longer here in Toledo, but it, it was a very renowned jazz club in the region and uh, here in Toledo. We went to an open mic there, and Ramona Collins, who is a very well-known blues jazz singer here in Toledo, um, we got done playing. She was like, yeah, you might want to play at Mickey Finn's. Like, this is not for you. Like, she totally fucking was like, don't come back here. Like, so this is what I'm talking Like, this was not a real band. It was just us being fucked up. I swear to God, I feel like he still resents me because, like, we're still, yeah. like, okay. But he still, like, will throw shade sometimes. Yeah. He'll bring some shit up from, like... Or, like, yo, what about... You want to start a project again? No, the, he's he not like that. He's, that. like, he's that type of guy. Like, I was on tour and I was coming through Chicago and that's yeah. where he moved to. And, like, he's just that kind of guy who's, like, I'm not going to show up to your gig even though, like, we were friends and this was our dream at one time and yeah. it's like that kind of resentment is like you're doing something that i want to do and like i'm not I'm, i i don't know if he has the ball if it's not that he has the yeah. the balls or the desire or the drive to do it and i think he resents me because 
this was both of our dreams at one time is to like live as musicians yeah and he but, didn't, I mean, he, didn't he works through. at guitar center oh no he actually doesn't work at guitar. he works at the chicago music exchange i think Ooh, that's pretty nice that's not bad. I, is I, he I, still gig and stuff he still no music? he doesn't even gig he does i mean he plays but like he's yeah just, then that's on him he's dude. just if never he's gonna be, i feel like he, he never pursued it yeah. to that part but uh, then again i could be projecting but like i just yeah, feel like feel i can it. feel it i can feel it and like when we've talked over the phone over the years since then mm. i mean and this has been like 20 years you know yeah. like we were fucking kids yeah and you know like you can just feel like you can feel it and yeah. it's weird and i don't like that but i think the the thing is like the the difference is like if you were in his position like you followed through with the dream you know yeah well i mean i guess of, whatever you, this is whatever this is <laughs> yeah. you know like you kind of kept going right you, right so like and that's kind of why I kept, because I was going to, after that band, I was thinking about just like quitting. And I thought of making this thing and I thought of doing some other shit. And I was like, I don't know. I started looking for jobs again, like engineering jobs. And just like, I don't, and like, I didn't really want to do it. And then I started looking for jobs at like Guitar Center and yeah. all these other places. And uh, it just like, but then I realized, like, yeah, I don't want to be resentful in 20 years. Like, because like, this is my, you know, it's my fucking dream, too, mm-hmm. to do this shit. And that's, like, and I don't, I'm I'm not really that resentful of the band. Like, yeah, I'm a little upset. And I think, like. Because they, they didn't could, follow through they with what they said, what they, they were going to do. The, what they are going to do. And I think, like, if they made certain changes, it would be more successful like i said but like you know like, they <laughs> like have to, i've said but they have to you know like they have to just kind of do what they have to do and if they're successful like you know more good for good for them and like you know i'm still trying to you know yeah. like so that's the thing like you didn't give up because the shit kind of fell through and luckily i saw jason's post he was looking for a bassist and like it just fit like came in and started playing with them and it was kind of like stuff that i had was like familiar with like more within the style that i'd played with the last band Mm -hmm. like jam and stuff and you know different you you had to get used to playing with a keyboardist instead of a guitar player and like subtle things we're still trying to figure out things but things have kind of worked out no no for everyone so no, and and that was one thing I wanted to make sure to say to you guys is that like from the time I saw you guys even last year at the beginning of the last year to the time the last time I saw you guys there's been just so much growth. Yeah. Like you like just from like Stephanie's stage presence cuz you can kind of tell maybe she has a little she's a little timid. Yeah. When yeah. I first started seeing you guys, like you could mm-hmm. tell she was kind of shy. Yeah. Now she's starting to own it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things i noticed the most is when she came on stage um this last gig when we did the reggae thing um she came on stage and she took over like a fucking monster she can't like she really stuck out in my mind you know like so so that that's a big change you guys are getting more comfortable as a Mm -hmm. band you guys are getting like you're getting you're locking in yeah and that's that's exciting i'm sure that's exciting for you guys um so 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 i i don't mean to laugh but but you you moved from Ann Arbor, which I think is an awesome city. I love Ann Arbor. I think it's a. a I moved from Ipsy. City. I moved from. Oh, Ypsilanti is yeah. a different story, but it's not too far from Ann Arbor. Not too far. <laughs> is there still a dispensary in Ypsilanti? And there used to yeah, be one. Yeah, yeah. I actually lived right next door to it. Oh, okay. But right. I, right, oh, I down, next, right down, down, right in that thing, like the downtown. downtown area. I, there's there's two. Of, there's three of them. 
then I lived oh. next to one of them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, there's three different. Ones. I've been to the co-op there. There was a food yeah. co-op, and yeah. it was okay. It was it's okay. A, it's okay. Not bad for like you know Ipslam. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, so then, so was that an immediate thing? Then you saw you quit that band, and so what did you do? Did you move out so, of that band house, yeah. or what? Did, so I quit that band. And moved, that was, the, and that's like beginning of 2017. Oh shit! So this so, is not that long no, ago at all. Yeah, like well, two years ago now, yeah. which is crazy. But uh, so 2017 was a a weird year. That was a year where I was like, look, I moved back home. Um, you moved in with your parents parents yeah like with my mom's um and uh like was like looking for jobs just hanging out not doing shit um i started playing with this like this hippie guy who lived north of uh ann arbor we were playing like metal together. Hippie metal? Yeah, hippie metal. This dude was the, he's the biggest trip I've ever met. He lived in this like commune farm, right? Like legit. In Michigan? In Michigan. Oh, okay. Legit hippie, like just straight up hippie. <laughs> Only listens to like the darkest metal, like death metal. Like listens <laughs> to the least hippie music ever. The but, Scandinavian shit. Yeah, the Scandinavian shit. And then it's like always eating like dry, dry fruit and nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he's got like. Yeah, eat the goji berries yeah it's high in antioxidants <laughs> yeah he's like allergic to like any like everything gluten you know, fucking makes me tarts. break out oh he's a great guy um anyway yeah I, he's fucking can, insane can we pause just for a second yeah. can i use your bathroom i have oh, to yeah. piss like yeah. a fucking ray horse i will be right back piss break geese streams which is not very convenient when you're oh shit this thing is being a hooker Okay, I am gonna plug it directly in then. Yeah, just unplug the bottom one. Oh, the bottom. Yeah. Okay. And oh, not my base. There it is. Nice. Yeah, my my pee streams are ridiculous. I was van lifing um, before I came here, so me and my family van lifed like across country, and before we got an indoor piss bucket, because <laughs> all we had was a van that we kind of converted poorly into a and you pissed in a bucket and i pissed in a home depot bucket and then put a lid on it with kitty litter in it it was kind of like a little hack that well here's the thing in the middle of the night when you're parked in urban fucking they call urban docking when you're like parked in some neighborhood in like the middle of seattle and like you're fucking and and you get out wait who are you with my family like you're wife and my wife and my three-year-old son at the time oh nice that's how old your son right now he's five five okay so two years ago yeah yeah so i would get out at like three in the morning and i would take the longest piss because i'd wake up and i'd have to piss so bad and i would try not to drink water before bed or anything because like you know like you wake up because that's like it's shady because first of all it's kind of illegal most of the west coast it's illegal to do that because of how awesome the west coast is for traveling uh, Wait, you can just piss outside? No, you're not supposed. To, well, you're oh, not supposed okay. to piss outside, but you're not a lot. You're not supposed to van lifing and urban dogging. Van basically camping in the middle of the city is pretty much uh, is oh, not yeah. permitted. So stepping out in the middle of the night just draws attention, especially when it's like three in the morning and you're pissing for like a minute and a half. 
as loud. Yeah, it, no, just right outside the van, like on in fucking on the street. You know, it, it's just shady. It's like the worst yeah, feeling dude, in yeah, the world. Yeah, pissing outside is shady. That's 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 why I, we got piss bucket. There you go. Anyways, we were talking about your your hippie black metal friend who oh, yeah. we were jamming with. So I went was jamming with him. And we we were like recording a little bit and trying out drummers and we were doing that. And then I just had this epiphany. Um like this is fucking insane. Like I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing right now. And this uh, is insane. This is and like I love the dude and I wish him all the best. Mm. Um but yeah, he's he's not he's pretty crazy. Uh, I really hope he never hears this. I doubt he will because he's not the type to be looking for podcasts. And, bit of a luddite. Yeah, a bit of a luddite. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, goddamn, like he, like he, the you know people who believe in like magic and shit mm-hmm. and like real tarot reading and stuff <laughs> and you know telling me about like spirits and stuff and i was kind of going through some family stuff too so his advice on all my family stuff was all really like terrible advice oh my god <laughs> like i mean not like it was good for him but i was just like wow it's, i mean like, what kind of advice like like fuck your family and shit and like oh oh like abandon like, shit in your family yeah. and shit and like because uh, sometimes just because their bloods run through yeah. your your veins fuck doesn't mean you gotta fucking stick with yeah. all this shit he's he, he, he's he, is he like that type of guy i mean he lives on a commune but i mean did he seem to have like close friends did he have a family like what was he's kind of a moocher ah kind so of a moocher he and he was on just uh, sucked yeah he kind of just sucked he's on uh <laughs> like um like public assistance and stuff, yeah. which you know I'm fine with, but just like his whole attitude was just kind of mm-hmm. like a little negative. So I'm, and yeah. I, it's like I I want to make music or I want to make money playing music, and I don't want to like complain about how we're not getting paid. I just want to keep doing it until like we're making some money, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, I was like, I gotta figure out something. So I, I started like. So that year was really weird. I was doing a bunch of stuff. I was applying. I applied to like Fractal Audio. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you, know. you. For some reason, I thought you were talking about fra- fractor, uh, fracking, fracking, fracking. Like no, no, fracking no, no. For, for, for like the guitar, gas. the guitar company, like Line Six. I think I applied to Line Six oh, okay, too. Okay, so you're trying to you're looking to stay in the in the music field, field but maybe something that's more, more engineering. You know, like more and like you know get more money. I, like earthquaker i applied to oh nice so like i don't think i got i got one call but it was like if you have this skill that i didn't have and i tried to lie to him and i was like yeah i do and <laughs> didn't work it didn't work out um anyway so then but at the end of that year like i s- started with the funk factory like my my family moved my mom moved back to india which was good she's doing better out there did you go with her I went with her helped have you settle. been there do you have family yeah, yeah and i've stuff got family like most of my family's out there so oh, wow yeah like dude went there, did... actually went there for multiple reasons like my grandma was kind of you know was older mm. nearing the end of her life so she actually passed away when i was there oh wow which was like rough but it was good that i was there it can kind of help oh, with like yeah. the, everything so it was it was actually like for the best that I was there because I could help out with everything. When your mom was moving? Yeah, my mom was moving. Oh, my there, God. So having... she's 
But it was it was my dad's mom, so it was kind of oh okay okay, so it wasn't um, horrible, but wasn't it was horrible, but yeah. So like my mom, mom, she was like she, I had to help her move out there, and you know like she was like you can stay in Ann Arbor, you could stay in the house, but like I didn't have a job and like I wasn't gonna be able to afford the taxes, let mm. alone fucking utilities at, on top of that, and then car insurance and whatever else. So it's like I got I had to move. So like we just started we were just looking to sell that house and um I was playing in the funk factory and I was like, you know, Toledo's you know, I was like coming down to Temperance. I wasn't going into Toledo, but I was coming to Temperance and playing with those guys. And I was like, Toledo's not that bad. And I was just like, you know, fuck it. I don't really have any other fucking things holding me down i have Mm -hmm. no like nothing holding me to ann arbor other than just like friendships and stuff and like and fuck that i mean and fuck that (laughs) Uh, and it's like i'm close enough where it's like the friendships can still last you know yeah yeah it's not like like you moved across the fucking world yeah exactly you moved to india yeah and i can still see my friends and i'm probably i'm pretty sure like my friends girlfriend's pretty glad that i'm not coming over and crashing their house like every <laughs> single day now it's like once every two months I'll yeah come. so she's been a little bit like more receptive like oh you're coming over sweet yeah i'll just trash through your house for one day instead of like <laughs> every day uh but yeah so like was just like on a whim came down i I was looking in Toledo. I was looking in... My sister lives in Columbus, so I was like, maybe I'll move to Columbus mm-hmm. and try a different band and start over. So I was just applying to guitar centers like and music arounds and like places everywhere. Um, interviewed at the Toledo one and got that job. So I was like, okay, at least I got the job in Toledo. Look for a house. Found this spot in, like, Jul- in July, April, June, and then moved in in July. And dude, it's been fucking great, honestly, dude. Like I've been so happy with like um just the music scene mm. and how like it's not even just supportive from like the musician side cuz I've always been used to that. Like no matter what music scene, like the musicians are going to be involved. But just like the people, the artists, the mm. fucking you know, just random people who are just so supportive, like, want to come out. We, like, I don't feel like the people who come to our shows are, like, young or old. It's, like, people, and, like, they're going to come out. Like, we don't have to force people to come out. They don't have to, like, look at Facebook and see what other events are going on. Mm. Or if there are other events, they'll try and go to both. You know, yeah. like, it seems like people are more willing to go out and about. And the the biggest difference I noticed was in Michigan, like... You just kind of stay in Michigan, you know, like you go mm-hmm. north or you might come to Ohio, but you're not really going anywhere. And like even just living in Toledo, like we've gone to Indiana. We went to Sweetwater just as a band and it was just like out of the blue went there. So like you can just go like it seems like people are willing to go to other states and shit and drive yeah. around. Ba- it's easier, <laughs> Driver, to get, yeah. easier to get bands to come in you know so for sure toledo is a great little port city between like chicago michigan exactly. south, south east coast yeah. the whole east fucking coast mm-hmm. you can get to new york in like 12 hours exactly. which is fucking awesome and like if you were gonna schedule a tour or whatever there's like all those you know all these places in pennsylvania and in ohio that mm. you can go like and i don't think we're at the point 
like where we're looking to play outside of Ohio, really. But it's easier to get to other places than it is For in sure. Michigan, you know. Well, I and, and I think I think that once you guys, because you guys are working on an album right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, finishing the mixing and stuff. Before yeah. we get there, so like, what what was like, what was because you don't live in Toledo proper. You live like a few miles. You live like ten minutes outside of the yeah. city, mm-hmm. and Luna Pier is a relatively small community i was like so what was there did you kind of choose this place on purpose or was it just because it was in your price range like what what was sort of the reasoning you chose this instead of actually moving into the city proper toledo price range is a big one Mm. um because like i probably could have found something the same price in toledo um taxes are way cheaper out here too Mm. which is nice that's weird. I thought Michigan was higher taxes in Ohio. Or at least the like the city tax. Mm, Maybe the gotcha. overall taxes are more, but just like the ho- like property taxes low. Gotcha. And like I just I don't know, I'm not like a huge city guy. I like kind of being out in like the quiet and like the remote a little bit. So you still, like so I you still like it, you know, or I like the more remote kind of thing. So I was always looking in and I got my weed card, so I kind of want to keep my. <laughs> you want to keep your status? status. Yeah, yeah no, I want to no, keep no. my status, so I had to live. Wait, in is Michigan. there somewhere even around here that you can? Is there oh, a dispensary? No, it's more just for protection. Yeah, it's more like a like because like I got pulled over and nothing happened mm-hmm. because of it. So yeah, totally. Um, it's more like that. Um, but and then like where we practice is in Temperance, so that's not even that's like just right down this main road mm-hmm. right here directly to his house so i'm on like two sides of a triangle from work and where we practice at so it was easier to stay in michigan um and uh yeah i just like i like it a little bit more relaxed i feel like the city would get too crazy for me i don't like a lot of people and i i don't want to have to like worry about locking my shit Mm. like i lock my i've gotten better about like locking my doors and stuff like (laughs) Gotten better at it. I got better at it, <laughs> meaning I do it every single time now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and I haven't locked my keys inside and shit, which is sweet. But <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, no, there's no, like no. I don't want to have good. You have enough self awareness to know that this is something you need to be concerned about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to have like a guy with some AK roaming around for no reason just because he's like a mm. dude who lives in a city and wants to have a gun and walk around a city. You, you think know, you think Toledo's a city that no, kind of like carries that kind of n- not really, but I've also heard that it has happened, and I've like seen like I I don't even think it has that vibe too, but it's like it's still a city, mm. and it's still like enough of a city where people uh who who like live in like the lower income areas like the ghettos will consider it a ghetto and mm-hmm. want to get like a gun and act hard and shit. oh oh yeah you know what no I mean? no it's grimy it's, yeah. it's grimy yeah, it's, it's like grimy. not it's legit grime shit. but it's like oh no it's def- legit yeah, yeah. i've been oh I've been. yeah i guess toledo is a little different than <laughs> no, what no. I'm, I'm talking like you know like belleville or some shit like you live in us or like if someone like in oregon mm-hmm. was like carrying uh no no oregon ohio actually because that's where i live yeah I was actually going to say, no, that's totally fucking something that could happen. Yeah. Um, just because, so my son goes to preschool and 
I guess you don't think about this when you first send your kid to school, but like there's times when you have to talk to other parents and, yeah. and then those parents want to invite you to their fucking little yeah, kids shit <laughs> and birthdays and yeah. that bullshit. So I took my son to a, a birthday party and you know, the first thing I drive into is it's, it's further out. So it's urban and uh, not urban. It's kind of rural. First thing you see waving is the Trump flag as I'm pulling in. I'm like, okay, sweet. Awesome. That's great. Um, so this is where we're going to be for the next hour or so. Uh, and then, and then what proceeded was like exactly what that Trump flag kind of like gives off is <laughs> like, I walk in and they have this like decoration that they have this like shelf that's like, has these old school decorations. So it has like an old gas pump from maybe the forties and mm. like this old license plate from 1927. And then, and then it has this little, uh, black baby with the big fucking lips and the big wide eyes it's, coming out of a yeah. watermelon yeah okay so my son's half black right yeah. my wife's black and so this is the first <laughs> thing that i walk into is their kitchen i yeah. walk into this followed by like the fun talk with the men out in the ground <laughs> with the tractor um nothing against farmers uh <laughs> yeah. but the but you know and then i hear them talk about it's like you know cardinal stretch used to be good until they started letting in those welfare recipients you know like and I know what that shit is. That's yeah. fucking code. I know yeah. what that is. You yeah. like they let in the welfare recipients from the east side come in. So yeah. like I I know what you're saying is not outside the realms of possibility. Is like you might see a motherfucker walking around with his fucking automatic weapon strapped around his shoulder because yeah. it's fucking Bubba from the sticks who doesn't give a fuck who just wandered into the city. Oh yeah, there's fucking that area. Too. Yeah, yeah. But would you? But. I mean, is that not what you meant? Like the open, open carry that's type what, thing? Or were you no, talking about like people? Like just like well, gangs, like fake gangs. Like, oh, like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like gang shit. People, but people toting guns. Okay, people I, I thought you meant something completely. But then you were talking about the But that, I mean, even that shit's kind of, I mean, I don't. Well, no, the dude, but if Toledo, someone has a licensed gun, I yeah. kind of a more like, if you kill someone with that, you're going to get screwed because it's under your name. You're right. going to get, unless, you know, self-defense and then you get, like, usually I've, I've assumed if someone's going to register their gun, they're not just going to murder people, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. But, like, at least on in certain parts of Toledo and probably the places where I would have to move, I just have heard there are, like, gangs and shit. Oh, yeah, And not totally. that I'm, like, even, like, worried about that. It's just, like... It's more just like dumb shit that I don't have want to have to worry about. Like I don't I have understand. to worry about people. You talking about them. like the shit that comes with packing fucking bunch of people into one central exactly. location, exactly. Uh, especially in the poor areas where fucking maybe rent's a little cheaper. Yeah, you might have to worry about fucking locking your shit up, or maybe worry about not getting robbed trying to walk to the fucking yeah, liquor like, store yeah. to go get a bag of chips. Exactly. No, and, and and that's and that's a real possibility too, man. I fucking I when I first moved to Seattle because I come from Jasper, Michigan, which I don't okay. know if you're familiar with Jasper. It's just south of Adrian. Um, okay. But uh, do you, do you, have you heard of any of these cities? I've heard of Adrian. Adrian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I call it Adrian. Uh, but. I I moved from Jasper, which is much smaller than Adrian, and I moved to Toledo, and we moved right to the south end. Actually, where my mom lives now, and yeah. like that was like, 
gunshots in the night. Yeah, it's like dude. robberies around the corner. My mom's car getting broken from, or like, stolen to you know like, from from, from like, not yeah from fucking not like you can leave your shit unlocked. No one's gonna come and I, I mean maybe I was seven or eight running around the neighborhood on my bike just <laughs> fucking in my like underwear and a long t-shirt not giving a fuck yeah. you know like trashy yeah. as fuck yeah. <laughs> like hey, it was but dude, sh- it's still the shit dude. it was it was awesome yeah. even though i still have memory like when i think of my childhood there's this like uh the my first reaction is like this like yeah. like, like like when i think of my childhood it's just like i think of like like ketchup and cheese sandwiches you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what bleh, like just gross and like the kids in the neighborhood who are just like these little trash bags who i'm sure grew up into big trash bags yeah. you know like who fucking who are, you know, probably... F- anyway, I'm not trying to shit on these little communities like that, but I was not a fan, still mm-hmm. not. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. So, so like, there was a reason for kind of the seclusion and kind of out there. Like, yeah, you, like, like the, you like the feeling of security and... and you don't have to invite the assholes over after yeah, the gig. Exactly. <laughs> you can exactly. just be like, I'm going home. Um, no or one's I'll coming sleep at tw- your house. Yeah, you yeah. know. No one's coming 20 minutes out to VJs. To, yeah, exactly. To hang out. To hang out. <laughs> and, like, yeah, just, like, and, like, I, like, had, like, I get to control what drugs are around me, too. For sure. In, in this kind of situation, which is nice, you know, like. Yeah, especially being in a jam scene. Yeah, being in the ten, jam scene. Tends to be all, an array of different yeah, drugs. It can get intense, you know? And it's, like, I I have no problems with anyone doing drugs, but I don't necessarily want to be around you while you're doing those drugs, you know? So it's like, I don't know. It's nice to be able to get like, not like far away, but you know, get far enough, far enough, far enough where people on those kind of drugs are not driving to hang out. Exactly. To do their shitty drugs in your bathroom while you're fucking in here trying to make a MIDI cover. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll use your bathroom. Uh, uh, uh. I had a cousin who was fucking went crazy. He's like, you'd throw these massive parties, but as soon as the bathroom door got locked, you would just start fucking, what the fuck? And start pounding because he knew exactly what was going on. And like, I was one of those people that was in there once. And I was like, dude, calm down. I'm not doing cocaine. He's like, oh, okay, good. I thought you guys were doing coke. I was like, no, I'm just fucking crushing up oxys, bro. It's cool. (laughs) He's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And a script. Back then, scripts of Oxycontin were very easily to come by, so it it wasn't, you know, yeah, exactly. So, so we're kind of wrapping up here, and so we're kind of coming to this this theme where I'm just sort of seeing you trying to. You're at this stage now where uh, this is what I'm seeing, and from our conversation, that you're at this stage uh, of of discovery. Like you're like you have this this sort of abstract idea of what you want to pursue in music, Mm -hmm. and you're still sort of just sort of following it to wherever it leads you. Yeah, exactly. And that's an interesting place to be. I'm kind of like that too, but in Mm -hmm. a not with music it's with uh just with like social media and videos yeah, promotion. and promotions yeah. and 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 just finding different ways of because like what i know is about like like um band flyers is that they're always like trying to make it look like a party or something and i was just like because my approach now has just been being just make the stupidest thing i can think of yeah. just put it out there and like and so like the band the green anchor session band is sort of let me sort of 
have free reign and when they well i mean they never gave me permission to either but i just sort of took it upon myself to start making these stupid flyers and so and so like luckily i'm in a band that has a, a good enough sense of humor to sort of take it because a lot of times i'll be shitting on ourselves you know yeah. we'll be we'll be taking shots at ourselves or, or whatever it is yeah. but it's just it's just something different you know than just like you know, fucking whatever graphic that they're you're using and yeah. putting up time and band aid and like you know having, and that's nice too. But like I, I just, I just, I, it's interesting to me like how to sort of mix these mediums together, and especially with the podcast because the podcast is weird it, with because it's growing weirdly. Like I moved from San Diego where I have, I would say. I think the greatest thing that I've learned about this moving to Toledo and with my podcast is that you don't have to have like huge like celebrity names on your show for growth. It has to just be something genuine. And so the fact that I moved to a city that's much smaller and and I have way less access to people who've who've maybe on more of a national level. But it's what it's taught me is like my show is not about like going and getting the biggest name at the festival and talking to him. It, it's really about just finding like it, it's I think the appeal is that it's more of just like the journey of a musician on any level. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really know why it's growing. These fucking things are weird. Or I don't get like metrics. I don't it's know. just yeah, weird. I, it's just it's 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 so hard to figure this shit out. Yeah, like because who knows what's gonna stick, you know? Yeah, you just yeah. do it, and then hopefully something sticks. That's kind of like, and it's it's yeah, weird. You, like it's with any kind of project, you just do it, and I think like we were saying earlier, like if you're doing it to get like rich, or you're doing it for a specific goal, like ex- expectation, like you're probably not going to get that expectation, right? you know? So, like, I try to just, no expectations, just do it, you know? And hopefully something's going to just come out of it. And it's going to be something that you never expected, you know? Wherever it leads, it's going to be something new and, you know, it'll be cool. So, yeah, like, podcast seems like it's pretty fun, you know? (laughs) No, it is fun. It's fun to meet people and... And my and I did have expectations when I first went into it of, of networking and and that is yeah. something that it's helped me do yeah. like, was network. Um, I also went into it just wanting to hang out with my friends and talk about our genitals. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of first episodes that are just uh, me and my friends laughing and talking nice. about our genitals. So that would but but I think the important thing to take out of that is is that having expectations can kind of block especially if you have these laser focused like expectations for something where it's like this is i'm gonna do this and then this is gonna happen happen. it's like it's like or if this doesn't happen then i'm it's done done. i just can't like then i failed and i'm fucked myself it's like having having that kind of expectation is kind of unhealthy having some expectations i don't think is bad but i like your idea like having no expectations because that makes you kind of open for every everything mm-hmm. and and yeah. then you're not sort of missing a possible vein that you can kind of mm-hmm. follow you know yeah. you're sort of like keeping yourself in this very and, and that's that's also one of the things that i had for this podcast that that i really appreciate that i stuck to is that i wanted something very malleable i wanted a show that i yeah. could take anywhere 
and and it's turned out okay and and i used to have a studio and i used to have a panel of people i talked to i used to have one exactly one of these the mpd18 and fucking i would have sound effects linked to it i have the air horns so basically what i've done is taken my podcast my old podcast and taken it on to live performance yeah, now nice. so now i have like Dude fucking audience it. class you <laughs> killed it with the fucking the air, air horn, horn. <laughs> that was so stupid <laughs> beep, beep, beep. and and that will still and that to me is funny the air horn is hilarious oh, like yeah. for whatever for whatever reason you gotta get bra bra sound effect number two you what, know about bra no bra sound effect oh. number two uh-oh we're we're he's pulling up, up some stuff right now i gotta pull it up bra sound effect <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know who found this shit but someone found it where, well, this is exciting because this might be on my sample pad you next time you see Green Acre session. <laughs> no, I've been. I, I, I'm trying to. Is it uh, number three? We're, we're waiting for the bra sound effect number four to load. It's coming, and just like that, it's over. VJ is right. failing us now. Yeah, I'm failing you guys. All right, just look it up. Look it up. <laughs> look You'll up, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna two. fucking look that up because can you just give bruh. me an, an impression? It's just bruh. That's yeah, it's, it's like bruh. bruh. Okay, yeah, that's totally something bruh. I should have. I used to have. Do you know who Designer is? The rapper. Yeah, yeah. he did panda, 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 yeah, panda. I used to have a bunch of that. I would just have the word panda, and I just go panda, panda, uh. panda. <laughs> also, I had Kanye West having a public meltdown that he had on stage. I had to scream because he went, ah! and then he said, "What was it? Feelings matter, bro." <laughs> so I'm not. Uh, you know, so what I'm trying to do now is when I find time, I'm gonna put like all the Street Fighter two effects, a, a nougat. I also want to add um, Mortal Kombat, and that's it. Not the not the song, but maybe the song too. Did you get Toasty? You know about Toasty? No. From Mortal Kombat. Oh, Toasty! Oh, you're absolutely right. Oh shit. Okay, I should be making a list. It's okay. If I forget, I'll just text you, and okay. maybe you'll forget yeah, too. I'll probably like, forget. You're on your own, bro. I'll probably forget. <laughs> I'm doing a Bon Jovi song. Don't bother me. Yeah. Okay. So, VJ, what? Uh, uh, name your 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 handle, your Instagram handle, and oh, we didn't even talk about the Funk Factory album. How's that going? We'll, oh, yeah, we'll skim over that. Yeah, real quick. yeah, we'll do that quick. <laughs> the Funk, it's uh, it's good. It's going to be 11 songs, um, written by, like written by all of us i would say like and that's the cool thing we're writing all together and we're, we're writing a lot so we have this album coming out we have enough for the next album so oh wow we're gonna start doing that like we gotta get the songs finished first mm-hmm. but we're gonna start getting those songs finished and recorded nice so hopefully this one will be done we're waiting on two songs then we're gonna go and just you know do some touches and redo like solos and stuff so this album should be done by the end of March. I don't think we have a name for it yet, or we may change the name. We were going to name it after one of the songs, but the song didn't end up as good as we thought it would be. So it's like, don't so name it like, after the week. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if we're going to change the name or not. But the Funk Factory Toledo on Facebook to find the band, please give it a like. And then give yeah. it a listen. Yeah, give it a listen. We have we have, a, we have a live album out right mm. now, 
So like you can listen to that live album. I think two of the songs we re-recorded. So it's still it's going to be all new material on the next album, which is good. I, I like that you guys have. Uh, do you, do you guys have how many times a week do you guys practice, or do you or do you have just a, like one? one we week? try to do one. It's been like our drummer just had twins. Oh my god! So, yeah, I heard the drummer yeah. has like twenty kids. Yeah, seven. <laughs> I mean, even, tw- yeah, like, seven is enough. Seven sounds like a joke, let alone 20. Fucking seven kids. He's 30 years old. He's got oh seven fucking kids. He's really doing it. Yeah, dude. He's really, he's, he's literally really doing, doing it. He's, he's literally doing, doing it. Is it? Okay. Uh, I, I guess that's not anybody's business. Uh, that That's cool. I mean, shit. So, do you, uh, so, do you, when you guys are, are writing do you guys have practices just to write or do you have practice or does it come organically it just kind of comes organically like well writing i'd say it's more like we write our own parts Mm. but um like like someone comes up with a progression yeah progressions and probably words too um so like the keyboardist uh, uh, al he's been writing i'd say he probably writes the most in terms of like chords and lyrics um sometimes him and steph will meet up and he'll have chords and steph will write lyrics steph wrote some lyrics over like a like a jam thing that i came up with and then we put together so it's more like we just come up with either like you know songs that are like you know 20 percent done to like 80 percent done 85 percent done and then just kind of fill them in however so it's like we kind of do it all together, but it, the process kind of changes. And it's more like I feel like the sweet thing is we've all been in bands enough where we know what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like so at least for me and the drummer. And so when and Al, the keyboardist, he's more of our rhythm guy. So he's he hasn't been in any bands before, but he, you know, writes the song. So he knows his progressions and he knows how to do his rhythms and Jason, the guitarist, he's really good at just like, you know, coming up with like lead ideas mm-hmm. and just like melodies to put over the chords. So, um, you know, it took a little bit to get used, like I said, to get used to playing with a keyboardist instead of a guitar player as like the rhythm yeah. instrument. But it honestly, like, it it's it makes it a lot easier for me to like because the chords are a little bit simpler i guess mm-hmm. or they're instead of being like six strings or four strings and you don't have all of the chord tones like you can do more with the piano and i can kind of like it just the bass kind of fits in easier i feel like with piano i've noticed um so it's it's just been like a different experience and uh, it's working out i don't know it's it's crazy how easy it's been you know like so definitely been like the easiest band I've been in. So yeah, yeah, like there's really no like the the biggest issue is just meeting up, and that's because we're just busy. You know, we're mm. old and busy, so it's like <laughs> not like we're like young kids where we don't have fucking. Does shit Stephanie to do. have kids? Steph doesn't have kids. Oh, I thought she had a daughter no, or something. No. Okay, that's... she has nieces, nieces oh, and okay, nephews. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. I got you know I got confused because I think at Sacred Harvest she was up front, oh, like just yeah, hanging out was, with a uh, kid. That's uh, she was actually at the Bob Marley show. The kid was. Oh, that mom. that yeah, kid. Yeah, okay. that kid. And her mom was there. Oh, okay, nice. So, so no one has kids or anything. That other everybody's... than the drummer, yeah. Oh yeah, other than, <laughs> the drummer, <laughs> than fucking, fucking seven, seven kids. kids. McGee yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. Is he want more? 
Uh, no, his wife got her tubes tied after this last run, which is and pro- probably for the best, honestly. I, I, but I, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with that. <laughs> okay, so those are great last words to go on. Yeah, <laughs> like stop having kids, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> stop having kids, dude. <laughs> which is not my right to say, and I respect your right to have kids, but stop it, stop. Okay, VJ, thank you so much for inviting yeah. me into your home and and fucking you know talking it up with me for a couple yeah, hours. Yeah, no problem. So, fucking rock and roll, man. I'm fucking. I'll see you. Yeah, Rang Dungus. Rang. Oh yeah, say it again. Say it again. Rang Dungus. R E N G D U N G U S. Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. I, I want to have you say Rang Dungus and just have it like ring out. So it ringing out Rang Dungus. Dungus. So say it really strong. Rang Dungus. Thank you, Ring. I appreciate you uh, letting me into your house and talking to me and showing me your fun little toys and your little playroom. It, it was great. It was really great hanging out. And uh, and again, go check out his Instagram, his YouTube channel. I'll put all those links in the show notes so you guys can just go click on that shit. Also, go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. And uh, check out the new album, 1018. I had the privilege of penning a few of those songs along with my lovely wife, and we're very proud of it. So please go check it out. You can buy physical copies at rainmystique.com, or you can stream it at Spotify, uh, Tidal, Google Play, Apple Music, anywhere you get your music. YouTubes. It's on the YouTubes. Um, So go check that out. You can check out the the newly (laughs) released... I'm so used to say a barren wasteland uh, of a website, but it's not. It's beautiful. My wife has, uh, again, my wife has come through and, uh, you know, saved my ass. Uh, the the newly redesigned website, wespeakenglishgood.net, is up and at them. Go check it out. There's some videos and crap in there. There's just It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's basically a portal to everything that has to do with the podcast. So it has, it's a portal to the Instagram. It's a portal to the youtube channel it's a portal to everything so go check it out if you want uh you can (laughs) leave a review on itunes uh, stitcher wherever you get your podcasts leave a review it helps us uh helps us out tremendously uh getting new people on board with the show you can also share the podcast uh you can write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com and uh you again follow me on instagram at we speak english good or on facebook at we speak english good or you can follow me on my facebook just my personal page which is just mike app it's me playing it upright. So if you want to go look at that, you can go look at that as well. Anyways, that's it for me, guys. Again, thank you, Rang. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you guys next week uh, with uh, somebody else. No, it's Nick Costa from the Sure Surefire Soul Ensemble. Uh, we do a little Skype sesh. So stick around for that one next week. There may or may not be a solo cast this week. 
I don't know. It's busy. You know what? It's actually a, a light weekend, so there, sh there should be a solo cast this weekend. We'll see what I come up with. All right. I'll see you guys. Bye. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, my God. How dare I? <laughs> HJ's for everybody. Be good to your fellow human being. HJ's for everybody. Okay, guys. Bye. Fresh.